Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal Podcast. It's your host, Spinx. Back at you with another episode. Um, Look, man, shout out to Easy to Block Captain. This the original for me, the original algorithm ball. <laughs> I've been watching this guy for a long time, since I was about 18, 19. Tear the internet up, market itself, recreate itself, just really, really go crazy. So, you know, in the streets, you know, our legend list look a little different. So, you mm. know, I just appreciate him for blessing the platform. But, uh, you know, usually they sit to the left of me. But, you know, who I got sitting to the right, man? Oh, man. You know, I got to be on the right side, man. Let's get it. It's the top act. It's the greatest hustler alive. It's uh, your brother, Tone Trump. For sure. And um, I'm honored to be here, man. First of all, I want to come on your platform and salute you, man. And just, Excellent. you know, I love to see you, somebody... You know, speaking to you off camera and knowing you come up, you know, in that underground and that street grind just like me and seeing mm -hmm. you adapt and seeing our people and our culture. We need y'all in these positions sure. in media because if it's not, it's somebody else telling our stories. Absolutely. And we've seen with our ancestors, you know, we don't we don't want, you know, our kids, you know, when they do movies on the mixtape era, the DVD era, mm -hmm. they can make it where it's all like white boys and Asians in for the sure. movies or something. Yeah, we see what they do to fact. the Egyptians. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, sure. when, they, when they talk about the yeah, pyramids, so it's important too. to have people like you in these positions. So I, appreciate I, that. I encourage you to keep going, which I know you will, and I'm, and I'm glad to be a part of this. I appreciate it. Let me shake your hand one more time. Let's man. win. Let's win. Yo, 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 Nothing's Normal Podcast. It's your host, Spanx. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed when it comes to insurance? Do you want to focus on what matters most at home and in your business? Let me introduce you to ZRM Brokerage, a company that believes in making risk management your best investment. Founded by Daniel Gani, they're providing expert risk management services with neighborly care since 2017. Over here at ZRM Brokerage, they operate off morals, honesty, integrity, loyalty, Somebody that's gonna keep it 100 with you, not just look for the dollar, you know? ZRM, which stands for Zara Risk Management, pays homage to the kindness and generosity of Daniel's grandfather, Joseph Zara. Their mission is simple, to empower you with the knowledge and tools to simplify the complex world of insurance. Now, they probably never taught you this in school, but life is all about resource. And Daniel Guiney, he's got a lot of that. He deals with top experts when it comes to insurance all over the globe. Now, if you're waiting for the accolades, trust me, we don't just walk it, he talks it as well. He's backed by an MBA from Iona University. He also has won the prestigious Millie Award from the Westchester Business Journal, y'all. Head over to www.westchesterhomeinsurance.com to get your free quote from ZRM Brokerage Insurance Company. Nothing's normal. Um, before we get into, I want to just give out some shout shouts. out to Easy too. That's my dog. Shout out to Easy. That's one of my. But I'm a thousand percent the yeah, original. You, you, algorithm you're the original boy. algorithm boy. You, you <laughs> had that shit jumping. You know, Believe rest in peace, Q from Worldstar. We gonna get into it. Yes, sir. But um, you know, shout out to Ali, man. Um, this connection. This was a a, a three second conversation with him and I. Yep. Um, when it's genuine, it, the time don't really matter. It was genuine from the rip. Mm -hmm. That's a good brother of mine. Shout out to uh, Greenleaf. Shout out For to sure. Polymath. Shout out to the For gang. Sure. But, uh, For sure. Shout out to the Goat Lab. We in the Goat Lab right now. For sure. Shout out to Shout the out Goat Lab. Shout out to the whole Westchester, the whole New York. Like, this one of my homes out here. Yeah. Like, oh, New, Westchester. New, York, New York has embraced me for the last almost mm -hmm. two decades. Yeah. And uh, I've been coming out here low-key. You know, Ali is my, my main producer. Re sure. Really my only producer. Like, I work with a lot of producers, but when I say my producer, mm -hmm. I'm talking about Ali, who I consider, like, you mm -hmm. know, and for people that don't know, I've worked with some of the greatest artists in our generation. And sure. He's by far in my top 
I don't want to hype him up too much because yeah. he's getting a little cocky he's, these days. He's, but right he's now, for sure kid. in my top three mm. of most gifted um, people I work with, and he's my brother in faith as well. For sure. So at the time mm. when he came in my life, we recreated my sound mm -hmm. and recreated the sound that a lot of people are, you know, adapting to and okay. using, and we proud of that. So when people hear the the music I do now for the last few years from. You know, from us getting million, you know, us going from getting millions of views to millions of streams, and mm -hmm. going from being get selling millions of DVDs to, you know, not a lot of people have transitioned like that. Oh, no, nah, not a lot. And of me working with, you know, young talented people like Ali mm -hmm. is what keeps me young and keeps me going and keeps me um, active sure. in this generation. So yeah. shout to Ali the greatest. Ali the greatest. The whole Goat Lab, the whole ATG, the whole Undeniable, the whole MDF. For sure. Believe that. Now over here, nothing's normal. Mm -hmm. Uh. We got the saying, we don't like to start at page 50. Mm -hmm. We like to start at the beginning of the story because a lot of times, you know, with social media and, you know, we like to glorify the triumphs and we don't yeah. shed any light on the trials. Right. And y'all stories could help, you know, the young generation skip a lot of steps on the way there because we dehumanize y'all as y'all grow. Right. <clears throat> y'all go through some of the same things we go through and got similar stories. So with Believe that being it. said, Tone Trump, man, where you from, man? I'm from West Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. For sure. To be exact, I'm from 54th and Market between Market and Arch. Mm -hmm. And I'm you'll never meet somebody more proud to be from where they're from than me sitting on this couch. I, I am so proud to be from there. And mm -hmm. like, like you said off camera, like if you can make it, if you can, you know, just staying alive mm -hmm. out there is an accomplishment and, sure. you know, surviving. And then to be able to survive and thrive and be a face, you know, for well over a decade, sure. you know, from music, the movies, to the streets, the politics. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have anything to go by. The path I'm taking, it wasn't like, with all due respect to any other rapper y'all ever seen from Philly, you know, the spaces I'm in, I've never seen them do it. So it's not like I could say, oh, I, I'm a, I watch Will Smith or I mm -hmm. watch uh, BC or whoever, you know what I mean? Sure. And I respect all those goats, but my path, I feel like it's different and Inshallah, God willing, it creates a path for thousands of young sure. black Muslims and young black brothers from poverty in the streets to see, like, yo, I could do this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. I could do this. West Philly. Um, the biggest. Philly, period, is divided into sections. Y'all real geographical, but Philly as a, as a whole, very prideful. Philly is no place. There's a lot of black culture in Philly. Yeah, for it's sure. A lot of you from the boxing to the to the food to the, to the culture it's just Philly is almost like y'all ex Pennsylvania it's just Philly it's oh just for Philadelphia. sure for, for like sure for sure for sure so for sure for sure for you what was your experience like growing up in Philly as far as the household you grew up with both parents you know auntie uncle grandma what was your family um, dynamic like Umi man Umi, Umi. which which is uh my Umi means my mother for sure so Umi um my mother man my mother had me at seventeen years old wow. And from that point on, you know, like, you know, Allah truly blessed me sure. with the greatest mother you could ever want. And from the from the jump, you know, my mother didn't have much, but she did such a great job. I didn't know we was like struggling and poor really till I got older. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and sure. I was like, even now, I, I think back at some things like my Umi was making miracles happen. And she, you know, a lot of the things that made me successful as Tone Trump those morals and principles, like, you know, when people see some of the stances I take in politics and the streets and rap, mm -hmm. you know, I learned from my mother. For sure. And, you know, growing up, you know, we grew up in places where it wasn't easy, man, like not having a big brother and stuff like that. So I had to fight, mm -hmm. you know, my mother, you know, 
And I had sisters, you know what I'm saying? Right. So my sisters, you know, my older sister, my, my little sister Angel, and then my mother took in my sister Tracy is really my first cousin. Right, okay. But you know how black households course, is. Absolutely. My mother right, took exactly. it in, yeah, so she she's my sister. Mm -hmm. And uh, my sister was, was street. So my sister had moved with us from South Philly. And when she came in, she was the one, like, I'd be outside fighting. i come in out. She'd be like, what happened? Mm -hmm. Oh, I was fighting. And then, man, go back out there and fight again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's like on, that. on okay. it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And if you don't go out there and win, I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, it, it, it was real for me. But I, I look at the things now that, you know, I fly all over the world and I'm able mm -hmm. to live a great life, mashallah. And there's a lot of things that those black women was instilling in me and teaching me then. Yeah. Not the bag, not mm -hmm. the, you know... Not to be, you know, kissing A and, right. you know, in Philly we say D-eating, like, yeah. pause. Like, you know sure. what I mean? Not to do none of that. Like, those women was raising me to be a man. My mother told me at nine, you the man of the house. That's crazy. And I took that so serious, and I was an earner since then. Mm -hmm. I was a hustler since then. Yeah. A lot of guys get in a rap and become their character. I was already everything that I, like, the stuff I was trying to be as a rapper, I was as a nine-year-old boy up until people saw me on mm -hmm. mixtapes, DVDs, and movies and all of that. Sure. So that's why I so you know, even whether you hate me or love me, mm -hmm. you acknowledge, man, that's bull. For sure. You know, when people saw me in a the movie, they was like, yo, that was just how you are. Mm -hmm. People felt like they knew me because they watched me kind of grow up on camera. For sure. You know? Yeah. Um, I noticed you said Umi. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm, I'm a, I'll just assume there was no father in the household? It was just you and you? No, uh, man. Like, um... Like I be taking turns how I feel about speaking about him. Of course, but um, yeah, to, yeah. to use the word father is like it's almost like I, it's funny. My kid, my sons used to always be like, "Yo, like who you like? What's up with your dad?" And I just be like, "I don't got no dad." And they would be so confused, and yeah. they would say, "They mind like what do you mean by that?" Mm -hmm. But um, right. you know, as a Muslim, you know, we're taught to respect our parents regardless. Right. It doesn't say honor your parents if they're great parents. Mm. It doesn't say that. Right. You know, in the Bible, the or, Quran, yeah. or the Torah, is it just. It's, Honor your parents. Yeah, sure. And um, so I'll try today to have some, you know, respect and say, you know, he wasn't there, but he helped give me life. Of course. You know, him and my uncle brought Islam to my family. Mm -hmm. um, he was a gifted musician. So I'm sitting here now with Tony Trump as a musician. So my father wasn't present f with me growing up. And my mother was always walking. My mother was like trying to let my dad be around. She wanted him to be around. My mother to this day has never said a bad word about him. Wow. You know, you got when you're raising your children, like my mother never complained, nothing. So my father wasn't around, but he still did a lot. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? By, you know, getting my own pregnant and having me. So it's like, you know, I get a lot from him whether I like it or not. Yeah. So no, he wasn't around and to give him no credit, but right. you still gotta give him credit anyway Absolutely. as a parent. Yeah, a you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. I just go to show you the power of just genetics. Like is as mm -hmm. much as mm -hmm. you know, he didn't. He wasn't physically there. Some things just nah, happened naturally. He's in you. That's he so real, man. I, bro, I watch things. My, I watch things. My show, you know, seeing seeing mm -hmm. Tone Trump and my seven year old son now, like seeing Beautiful. seeing. You know what I mean? Like I see all of those things, and you know they embody things. They actually met my father for the first time. I want to say about like two years ago. Wow. And I was sitting on the couch, and I'm looking at him like you know, kick it with my pop for the first time, and this. When I, that day when he came to see us, that was my first time seeing him in years. And wow. then my, you got to think, like, my children at that time was, like, I want to say, like, five and seven. And my two youngest was with me. And he came by my condo and seen him. And I was watching them be so happy with him. And I was just yeah. like, I'm going to give him another chance for them. Absolutely. Like, I don't need really nothing right now. Yeah. But, you know, my kids, you know, they love they pop up on their mom's side. So give them a chance. So yeah. to be honest, I haven't been aggressive in 
maintaining that. But inshallah, if Allah allows me to, you know, live long enough that we can, you know, somewhat make it right. Because that's the beauty of my religion as well. Like I go back to what I said. It doesn't say honor my father if he's the greatest dad in the world. It says yeah. honor your father. And that's something I got to figure out as a king, as a leader, sure. to bring him in that fold somehow yeah. for them, if that's nothing real. else, you know? That's real. That's real. For sure. Yeah, that's dope. And shout out to my sister, Destiny. We beefing right now, but I mentioned my other two sisters earlier. That's my dad's you. daughter. I got to shout my... Oh, you got a sister? She might see it. Okay. Yeah, 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 she yeah, might see it. To... We be beefing because of how I don't be feeling my pop is part of it, too, because yeah. she grew up with him. What? Okay, You so know what I mean? It's a little different genre. You know yeah, I get it. Yeah, so shout sure. out to Destiny, too. Yeah, shout out to Destiny. It's my sister. Um, What kind of student was Tone Trump coming up, you know, being raised... By all those women, you strike me as like you was always, I was always big as a kid too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people think just by being big and going to school that, that automatically puts you on a don't yeah. get tried zone. And if anything, you get tried more. Well, you know what? But how was that for you? How was the school system for, for Tone Trump? Man, man I, I, I was always like, mashallah, like I've, I've always was popular. Yeah. But I got tried because because I had a young mother, we moved around a lot. Right, okay. So I would be, I would have, I would be the new kid in the neighborhood. Yeah. I'm the light-skinned kid in the neighborhood. <laughs> like, you know, my mom was young and fly, so I'm coming in. You know, I was, you know, I always maintained, you know, like, you know, when, when kids wasn't allowed to get designs in their hair, sure, I'm yeah. in school with the designs, like the, the hustlers. Curls back in the day, yeah, too. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, I was, yeah. I was the light-skinned boy. So that, that gets you tested. It gets yeah. you favor. It gets you a lot of things. But mm -hmm. a lot of the things that I deal with in the entertainment world, I was prepared for because I was almost like a little entertainer not knowing being a class clown and sure. you know being a new kid you know i went to schools where it's like you know going to you know i also i got kicked out of catholic school real young yeah. so in catholic school i was the top dog mm -hmm. right and then that year when i got kicked out i had to go to this public school i never forget i got i had to go to james rose which was a block from where i grew up at but like i said in catholic school i'm the man i'm the sure. toughest yeah. i'm the fat yeah. all yeah. But now I got to go over here. Who ball? Right, who yeah, ball? And yeah. there's, there's, there's a hundred of us. Sure. But i never forget, man, I walked into the class, Miss Kaufman class, and, you know, back in the day they would have the kid's name on the desk. For sure. And I looked at one of the desks, and it said Jamar Foster. Yeah. That's my cousin. And he was like that. And I, and I was like, oh, it's on yeah, in this joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. shout to Mar. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he was like, what I was in the Catholic school, yeah. he was already that there. For sure. So that transition, because yeah. I ain't going to lie, like at that age, you like, you scared. You heard all these, public oh, school was almost like, for where I was, it was yeah, almost like going to jail. Yeah. yeah like, sure. it was like, so it's yeah, like, was like yeah, yeah, we had yeah. the uniforms yeah. in Catholic school. And now yeah, you got Yeah, right. Yeah. But, um. And um, this is another thing. Let me give you this story when we talk about elementary school. Of course. Imagine this. Because for one, we say what type of student I was. I was getting yeah. kicked out of school in fifth grade. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, because when I think about it now, <laughs> like my, my, my one of my sons is in fourth grade. And mm -hmm. I'm looking at him like he distinguished honor rule and my show But I'm like, what was I doing? In fourth and fifth grade, getting kicked out of schools. That's like interesting. Yeah, I never got kicked like, out of Like, I'll be thinking is. about, like, I... Who fighting something for you? I wish it was something that simple, man. But but one thing I always think about is I never forget, you talk about, you know, traumatizing. Mm -hmm. When I was in fifth grade, they used to say over the loudspeaker at the public school, they used to tell the children, you know, on your way home from school, do not walk through 49th and Hoop Street. Okay. Because of the dangers of being a drug block. And at the time it was a war going on or whatever. Yeah. I lived in this tattoo on my hand. A lot of people always ask what the 4933 was. When I was when we was born, we lived on 4933 Hoop Street. Mm -hmm. So imagine as a child, 
you're hearing don't walk through this block from the loudspeaker to the, the PA system. The school is telling you this. The school telling you this, and it's the block you live on. Now, I can't go home. I, I, I had to go home. Sure. You know what I'm saying? My block was popping, and like once again, those hustlers and everything that was like looked at like the bad guys, they yeah. was good guys to us. Yeah, for sure. They fed us. They protected us. Yeah, it was different. It wasn't like now. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember them telling us, like, yo, go in the house. Mm -hmm. You go in the house. You, you didn't question them. You go in the house and they, bop, 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 bop. You like, yo. You know what I'm saying? But that era was different. And um, I love all them guys when I think back. Paddles pulling up in a 740 uh, Volvo, burgundy with the peanut butter seats, Brock in the Benz. Mm -hmm. Little Mike Mike was like, I remember I was in like fourth grade. Mike Mike come through. Mike Mike. Mike Mike came through in a red Mickey T Jeep. Like, you know the Mickey T Jeep is like the Jeep G Money and them was in the oh, New yeah, Jack City yeah, with the top ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine this nigga, this nigga like 15 coming through the little 15. block. He is a kid. And y'all telling me, go to school and all this. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Everybody that's going to school. I'm going to get up with Mike Mike. I'm going to get up with Mike Mike. Yeah, in the, you know sure. what I'm saying? Because in, in that neighborhood, the people that they that went, got their high school diplomas and went to work and all that stuff like that, Bro, they was all miserable. They was pop. They was pop, bro. <laughs> they coming back from work. They pop. coming back like mad. Me. They waiting for the bus. <laughs> Mikey 15, right about splash and Tom, get in. Yeah. I'm jumping. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I, but but to be transparent, mm -hmm. you know, Mike Mike was killed young. Mm -hmm. Brock with the Benz was killed young. Damn, rest in peace. You know what I mean? Paddles, you know, is good, but you know, like I remember, you know, uh shout to Malik Hub. Malik Hub's still locked up for something he didn't do. Mm -hmm. But he's from that area where you Keep your mouth shut. Right. Free Malik Hood. People mm -hmm. will hear me mention him in my songs. And, um, you know, but you, you took me back with that. Yeah, but for sure. Shout out to the whole 49th and Hoops, the whole West Philly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, growing up in school, man, I was like a little terror, to be honest. But I always was intelligent. Even mm -hmm. when I got into rap, my first interview, Lady B, a legend, she was like, wow, you could talk. Mm -hmm. My mother was an educator. My mother was a teacher. Okay, wow. So I would be in school acting all up. Right. But I was always smart. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was me as a as a young and youngin'. Did you finish high school? I didn't, man. I got kicked out of high schools. Okay. I got kicked out of a couple high schools. Right. And then I got court appointed, and they had sent me to this placement in West Virginia. Um, like, it was like one of them Jones where I was like 17, and it was like, you know, county jail, or you go here. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going there. And I went there and got kicked out of that gym. You got kicked out the placement? I got kicked out of placement. <laughs> but, but crazy thing so is this like. DVD shit, this was just regular. This is just regular tone. We yeah, just, like, that's why I said. Like, the transition just, yeah, from right. when people saw the quote-unquote wild sure. song Trump, I probably yeah. was yeah. calming down. But, yeah. you know, like, I had went to placement, and it, all my life, man, Allah just showed me mercy, man. Like. Sure. I'll never forget it. It was this day that they used to call them REs. They was like kind of like the security for like your dorms. Yeah. And they called me in when they just Charleston, West Virginia. I'm out there drawing, tearing it up, bro. I'm out there drawing, acting like I'm paid in full or something. <laughs> yeah, like you, I'm thinking I'm JBM. I'm out mm -hmm. there hustling, trapping. I'm doing everything but the school and the program that you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. I'm out there living like a grown 17, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm out there having it. He comes and pulls me in his office one day. He said, Come here. He said, The police came in here, West Virginia police. They about to pretty much put everything in this town on you. And the whole, wow. it, like stuff I had nothing to do yeah. with. Like they just was like, yeah. they ain't like me. I was up there doing like implement slam. Damn. Like I'm, okay. I got them boys up there taking okay. Shahada. I'm talking yeah, about in yeah. Charleston, West yeah. Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, oh hell no. So he gave me a heads up. Malcolm X. He basically was like, you need to go AWOL. Yeah, get out of here. Which you're not really, he not really supposed to do that. He got me a Greyhound ticket. I'm talking about bro, no exaggeration, Wallahi. They was at the Greyhound joint crying. Like, I had to get out of that joint. I left. Got on that Greyhound bus. Never looked back. But he spared me because they would have cuffed me. Yeah. Who knows what had happened at that time in my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he gave me that warning. I pushed back to the city. 
course, Um is so disappointed. She was just like, you like, you got kicked out of yeah. And I'm like, ah, I didn't really get kicked out, yeah, but, but I was you, about to go shout to Shout out to him, though, because I think he's seen your potential even then. Like, you did, went man. revolutionized the whole town. He did, man. Yeah, shout, to, shout to Mr. Schaefer, man. Yeah, he used to pull me Schaefer. to the side. He used to always pull me to the side. Like, I'd be with my little squad or whatever, and he'd be like, yo, what's up with you, man? He would tell me, like, you different. Yeah, you could. It's like you yeah. trying to be something. Like, and I'm nah, like, no, man. man, I'm just, you know what I mean? Sure. And a lot of that, you know, when you're older now, you look at it, that's why the father in the house is so important. Absolutely. As much love as my yeah, mother applied, yeah, it was yeah. way, my mother Discipline. really couldn't grip me up yeah. and be like, you know, she, I was a baby. Yeah. I'm the only boy. My mom, I don't have no, she wasn't giving me beatings and all mm -hmm. of that. So it was like I was having to learn the hard way. Yeah. And I always thought I was smarter than everybody, you know Absolutely. what I mean? But uh, shout to him, man, and, and just everybody that, Along this journey, I be forgetting sometimes to shout these people out. But yeah. anything you ever see me do major, you know, people always try to take all the credit. Like I'm self-made. I'm yeah, nah, no man. I, I thank Allah for His mercy and mm -hmm. and all the people that come along my journey from birth, from the doctor who helped my mom deliver me, mm -hmm. up into the teachers who kicked me out of school, mm -hmm. up into you know from Catholic school, bro. I went to Catholic school, public school, Christian school, alternative school. Uh, Military school. I got kicked out of every single joint you can go Jesus to, bro. Christ. They ain't never evaluated or nothing? Like, there's something wrong. Just no, they knew I wasn't, because it wasn't like I was like, I wasn't like setting fires yeah, and stuff. Okay, I was like, was, okay, yeah, always yeah. just like just organizing, did. like starting little gangs and all. Yeah, yeah, like it was like, oh, no, no, no. We got to get It was like, what is he yeah. doing? Like, yeah. I would like, you know, sure. like, I would just be on all yeah. nut shit, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm here now, man. You here. You made it. Um, before we get into your music career, mm -hmm. was there anything else you, you strived to be when you was a kid? Like, I know when I was a kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian. But I was wow. like, yeah, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Animal Planet born alone. You should still do that. Just because that was your, if I was you, I was if I could give you some game, just sure. to have that under your jaw, mm -hmm. you should take some type of course for that, bro. Yeah. Like, because that's hard. And for I don't, sure. I would have never thought you would say that. So yeah. I salute you on that. But yeah. for me, um. I hate to be stereotypical, but I was a typical little black boy in my hood, man. I looked up the drug dealers. Sure. I looked up the athletes. Mm -hmm. And I won't lie, I didn't really, as a kid, kid, I, I, rappers was corny to us. Yeah, We ain't really look up the rappers <laughs> like they was cornballs. Yeah. Like, the rappers in Philly was more like, and when I was a kid, it was like, like the Roots type yeah, vibe. Roots like, backpack, yeah. like mm -hmm. MCs. And they wasn't corny, don't get nah. me wrong. But they wasn't attractive to guys that were so... Caught nah, up in the blitz and glamour of yeah, the streets. That's why yeah. when major figures in state property broke, yeah. it was more relevant to we what we thought relate. was cool. Sure. You know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, but um yeah, as I was I was trying, man, I was more so looking up to the to the hustlers. Like I told like the guys I mentioned, like when you in fourth fifth grade and you seeing these Benzes and these sobs and these Volvo and these mm -hmm. cars, you know what I'm saying? Those are the people who I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. seeing that's who the girls like, that's who the people respect, For sure. that's who the people fear, mm -hmm. and you know what was attractive to me as a kid. And now that you say that- But now at my age, I would tell kids to look up to the veterinarians, sure. yeah, yeah. the scientists, <laughs> the engineers, Absolutely. The, you know, yeah. stuff like that. We gotta revise the cool table. Believe that. Cause I feel like- I like that too. Yeah, for sure. We gotta do that for sure. I uh, coach it, like the rappers, I get a lot of bad rap for like influencing. A lot of our influences. Some of it we deserve though, Some man. of y'all deserve, absolutely. It's all entertaining. Matter of fact, a lot of it we deserve, you know At the mean? same time though, I feel like y'all get Y'all get uh, criticized for shit that's starting the household. Like you said, you ain't had that man's hand. A man's hand is just different, not even in a physical form. Mm -hmm. Just discipline, a man's voice. For it project sure. different. So if there's none of that, you're going to be forced to be outside. And you're going to look up to that anyway, because that's just what attract us anyway. Mm -hmm. But um, but it's like you said, man, and this yeah. is important. 
you need the coin that yeah. revives the cool table. Sure. Revise the that. cool table. We need we need our kids. We need our babies. You know, it's like I could be in the car and my son would be watching YouTube and I hear something. I'm like, yo, what is you watching? Yeah. And he know right away that means go to something else. That's it. You know yeah. what I mean? I hear one little thing in that joint. I'm like, what is that? What's, yeah. What do you want? You know, it's he could now. just be on TikTok and it's <laughs> yeah. going quick. But And sometimes they're not even comprehending, but we have to be very careful with they watching and what they are deeming cool. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Music, man. Music, uh, music, music. What uh, coined Jeff Pat? Not coined, but what made you get into music? And what was that moment for you when you realized you was gonna make music your career? When I first heard of you, it wasn't just music. You come from, like I said, the DVD era. Mm -hmm. Had shot for. Mm. Uh, we run the streets. I remember you running around. We don't get into a G Sub Zero, Sub Zero, Sub Zero. I peeped you. You, you from New York? You know what it is? Say yeah, sub. sub Zero. Shout, Shout out, out to Deep Freeze, my you brother. You was on one thing, like I said. You was on a little DVD tour. You was everywhere. You was yeah. beating the East Coast up. Yep. But as far as music, what was your introduction into that? For me, man, um, I always try to give credit to Philadelphia. But I'm at the point in my career now where, man, I don't be always want to shout out guys who don't shout me out. You know what I mean? Because I've always been one hand watched the other, one, you know, both watch the face. And there's a lot of Philly artists who I used to consider legends who now is like, man, I don't, you know, they've done things in the last few years. You know, you got guys who I used to look up to who now like comfortable being around rats and stuff like that. So it's like, I'll be honest, man, I don't really like to do that no more. And mm -hmm. this is the first interview I'm saying this in, but it's like, you know, going back to revising the cool table. Yeah, a lot nah. of them guys I thought was cool and stuff, they not cool to me no more. So I don't want to say their names on platforms, but I was always inspired by, like, you know, artists from Philadelphia. For sure. You know, so yeah. I, I, even though I don't want to say anything good about anybody right now, I don't want to say anything bad either. Yeah. But the Philadelphia music that. scene was always inspirational to me, you know. Right. But, you know, we revising the cool table. For sure. For sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> that was tough. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the DVDs, um, you just said, like I said, you don't got to And I can't them. resist. Plus, a lot of them dudes are suckers, man. So it's like, but go ahead. I was trying to be politically correct, Ali. Mean, because listen, they punks, man. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. don't, I don't want to sit yeah. here like I'm just all like, oh, I'm no, Mr. No, no, P. Like, no, sure. I still am me. And I'm still Tom from 52nd and yeah, Market running down yeah, on like, Trump niggas acting crazy. I ain't doing that no more. I ain't doing that no more. Yo, what's up? Don't bring that up. I ain't doing that no more. I say that part self, part self. He did his homework, homework. I bet this ain't even my homework. This was my life. I'm right. This is where we grew up. Do you know? Do you know that I years later I found that guy though and like we, <laughs> no I did we made a whole video together it's crazy you know how good news never you see yeah, how you we, never we, saw I didn't heard it. I just remember you ran right down yeah, all the pants down yeah right feet. right yeah. everybody saw that yeah everybody but random as could be y'all I met this guy like years later and it was crazy it was like almost the same scenario he was trying to rap to me again <laughs> and like four bars in I'm like wait this is the guy I you know what. And we talked, man, mm -hmm. and we made a video, man. It's like that John, the one when I like when I when I beat on him, pause. Yeah. That John went viral. Super. The John when I was like next to him, like, hey man, this brother right here, we black man, we da da da. Man, mm -hmm. nobody ever see that yeah. John, man. I never saw that. <laughs> nobody did. You, man. you know how you know. <laughs> that's what, how it what be. Banks said negativity spread faster, man. That's how it. That's, that's, that, just, that, that, that's how that, it be. Especially our culture. But that's an important part of, of of my journey as well. For you know, as a Muslim, like people see, like, let me tell you something about being Muslim. It's a difference between just a Muslim and a praying Muslim. Okay. So back then, yeah, I was Muslim. I was at Abdul Salaam, Sign sure. Lake, and I had my kufi sometimes, my pants up, and I wear thobe Fridays and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't, you know, waking up for Fudge every day, sincerely. I wasn't scared when I missed a lot. So a lot of the actions mm -hmm. I was doing then now, you know, uh, Benny Siegel had a line back then. He said, he said, 
He said, I'm Muslim, but I act kafir, which mm-hmm. is a non-believer. You sure. know what I mean? So it's yeah. like you Muslim in name and in religion. But the way I was carrying myself at that time was of was of, was of a street nigga, was of a, a gangster, really right. of a wannabe. Because yeah. when I look at it now, that's not who I am. That's sure. not who, that's a, it's a part of me. It's but it became, you know, in becoming Tone Trump, mm-hmm. some of that shit I was doing on camera and stuff like that was also feeding me. You know, me seeing 50 and them guys like, oh, that's what you got to do to win? Yeah. Oh, I'm on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when I look yeah. back now, you know, it's like, man, bro, do you think I want to be, you think I want my seven-year-old Abdul Jalil showing me? And my kids love to show me yeah. bullshit. You know? so, hey, look at that. Look at <laughs> so it's like, I don't. What you telling me? He was just the Right. Yeah. So it's like, when I look at it now, it's like, you know, and, you know, I credit, you know, that's why it's important to have a good woman in your life, too. Because mm-hmm. a good woman going to be like, that's nut shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's it's like, cool. that's not cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm glad you brought that up. For sure. To, to, just to pivot into that. I feel like we do everything as men, not all of us, but women. I feel like we everything. do more women pulling dudes up when dudes is doing whack stuff like pillow talking. If a woman was to tell a man in the middle of him pillow talking about another nigga, you hating on that. You might catch a domestic. Dude. You might get knocked out in the process. But we, we don't more, want that. We no, don't we want don't, that. We don't, we're not condoning it. But you need yeah. more women putting men in their place for doing sucker shit. Well, well, you, they do it for the women. No, you know what it is? No, there are women that's doing that. And those are the great women. Those are mm-hmm. the women that's getting married. Those are the women that's traveling the world. Those sure. are the women that's starting their own businesses. Those are the true queens. Yeah. And just like women need time to grow. So, you know, like, I mean, sorry, men need time to grow. So do women. Because sure. there's girls that when we was 14 was the little neighborhood whatever's that's yeah. now on Instagram, you sure. know, I just bought another house. Yeah. You know they what I mean? So, right. Sure. So it's like, you know, shout out to the queens. They doing their thing. And mm-hmm. when, when the, to be honest, even in Islam, I always bring it back to Islam. For sure. The foundation, being married is half your dean. Wow. So think about that. If God ordained that to be half. 50% of your dean that's a lot. is to be married. That's almost all of it. So when you think about not, he could have said that's 5% of your dean. So for him to say half of your dean is being married, that shows you the importance of a good woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good woman to rear your children, mm-hmm. to check you, like you said. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, my woman don't approve of no nut stuff. Yeah. Like that, if she was here, and I, and I when you asked me about the Philly artist, and I was like, man, I don't know punks. She would have been over here. She would have been texting me, stop. Stop, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, chill. Where a woman who's not like that would have been thinking that shit cute. Yeah. And I might have showed off more. Like, yeah, yeah. so-and-so's yeah, a straight fucker. Yeah, right. So, my DM, look. Yeah. Facts. Nah, so so good. it's just important, you know yeah. what I mean? Be wise about who you choose, man. Brothers that's watching this that don't have children yet, I know, man. I've been there. I know how good it look and you want. But be so precious. Like, the way we choose to, we teach women to guard your private parts. We gotta start teaching. Like, look at my sons. Like, every chick don't deserve you, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look yeah. at certain women, like, not even just sex, but it's like a, a woman could text your phone and you'd be like, how she even get my number? Yeah. It's okay to it's feel too that easy way. For women. And we women, like we always say that the women, but men as kings, we gotta start being yeah. like, I'm not hitting that. Raise your I'm price. I'm not sleeping with you. Yeah. I'm not. Bringing you to my home. Mm-hmm. I'm not running around with you. I don't want to be on your Instagram. For sure. Like, you got to start, you yeah. know, valuing your body and, and, and might be mindful of the spirits you allow in. Yeah. You know, from the the, 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 the great BBDs, you know, don't trust the big button to smile. For sure. That song was called Poison for a reason. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, we got it, and I and, and like you know I come up in the K slate straight stunting, and mm-hmm. you know much love and respect for all the queens from modern one to video vixens and stuff, and yeah. the strippers. Like I grew up in Sub-Zero a culture Zero, where yeah, yeah, yeah subject where them. that yeah. was part of my lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it's like. You know, and a lot of those women grew from that, and they look, I'm sure they look back at some of them like, I was bugging, and so do I. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. When you talk about marketing for a second, because mm-hmm. like I said, when it comes to Philly, I feel like- well, we you, talking marketing when it comes to anywhere, but go ahead, no, I'm sorry. I, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But as far as, like I said, because you come from Philly, and yes, you kind of blossomed past a lot of artists- who has started their careers before you. Like, we're not gonna name no names, but like I said, you got the throwback, two raw from the street, all them DVDs from back then. And when you came, you just, you had a whole strategy. You was on every major site out, all flamers, uh, hot new hip hop, that piff, every, world star, every YouTube, single, before YouTube single, was every, even really. Every, every you, single, you was, every was single. Was e, e, that tactical or was that? E, even, even that coward, that bozo DJ Vlad. I was okay. I was doing Ooh. Vlad TV. Ooh. I was doing, doing I Vlad doing Vlad too? TV and it's when nobody even knew what Vlad TV was. You was doing Vlad interviews outside. That's when I like outside the, the buildings Man, and shit like about, that. Yeah. It was a vlogging type shit. You yeah, had Vlad on that type of for, time. For, and, 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 and then you know, people even when people talk about World Star, one of the things people don't know is the, the name World Star Tony came from Q. It wasn't like I just I didn't just be like world even though I, everybody was just like, people was, used to think I owned World Star at one you point. Was it was you like, was on that joint. It was like yo, what is the plug? Because like, at you that time, you roll the toilet paper, you on World Star, like, right? And at that time, it was like a thousand dollars, fifteen dollars just to get a box in that joint. And they like Trump is on this joint three, four times a week. You had the sponsor, or they was they was how that was working. To be honest, man, the first time I was on World Star, man, this rapper from Philly, he a rat now. He wasn't a rat then, so I ain't gonna say his name, but. Yeah. This rapper from Philly, he had called me and was like, he was like, yo, he he do tell me over here. He called me and said, he said, yo, you on World Star? And I literally said, what's World Star? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know what World Star was, right? Yeah. And I and, and he was like, yo, and my first video was some beef stuff. I was dissing somebody, right? I yo, I didn't even know the person. Like, yeah. I, I I did a DVD with these boys from Baltimore. Shout out to Baltimore. T- t- I t- t- that John sold ten thousand copies. You know, I was on the cover, so of course he did. But uh, <laughs> at the, it was a ghetto gold back then. But they was on the way to go interview somebody else, and they had told they was like, yo, we interviewing so and so, and so and so just did so and so from Philly. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because that person that they was this one from Philly, I went to his defense. He is sucking now too, but I ain't gonna say yeah, his I name. I know exactly. Either. Who you talk. I he not that. a rat, but he yeah. a lame. But that he, was funny though. I, I, was, gotta, I gotta be positive, yeah. man. He, now keep it hundred though. Love, love to everybody. But this guy from Baltimore says, "Yo, we about to go interview so and so, and he this and so and so." So I said, "Man, we was done the whole interview." I said, yeah. "Man, put the camera back on." Yeah. I said, "Yo, so and so, man, you, nah, nah, I'm going you all on the Philly, person. You, that joint went viral, viral." And it was so funny because that artist and his people was like, they was reaching out like, yo, man, we rock with Tony yeah, Trump. What is he talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was the first video on Worldstar. And then I think I kind of like, I don't know if I like, because it wasn't no DMs back then. Some no, way I was like, space. yeah, oh, MySpace. It's MySpace, guys. It's MySpace. So I must have hit somebody. I ran MySpace. Yeah, you was running it. That's I what I'm saying. My, how many people that ran MySpace? Is that a white boy over there? Yeah, that's, that's a white boy. That's Tom shout right there. Shout out to MySpace, actually. Oh, that is Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Tom. <laughs> Yo, we got a white boy in the building. Yeah, we, we got, got lighting. Y'all know it's a big, it's big move. Shout out to, what's yeah. his name? Alex. Shout out to Alex. But Alex, I want to say this to Alex. Alex. Think about this. I was dominating MySpace to the point where in 2009, I actually won the MySpace Artist of the Year Award in 2009. 
and I'm able to come in 2023 mm-hmm. out here in Westchester and talk. I can talk about things I'm doing now. Absolutely, still relevant. Man, as a black man, bigger than being relevant, just being alive. You feel me, bro? Definitely. You talking to a brother who survived and thrived in a section of Philly. You know, the, 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 the Philadelphia Weekly once called my strip Death Row. Mm-hmm. I survived and thrived. To this yeah. day, I go out there to this day, feed my people from mm-hmm. being Tone Trump. Definitely. I go out there to this day and take care of my people. To this day, squash real beefs. Now, yes. no rapper stuff. Yeah, nah. I'm talking about hitter, hitter. And I get on the phone with, oh, please, for me, Charlotte. Look, we must... I, for you, bro. To this day, mm-hmm. not because they fear me. For sure, you know, and 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 I and I'm, I take pride in that. But I had hit somebody from World Star, and they basically was like, "Yo, man, like, yo, whatever they said back." And I was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna just start sending y'all." I wasn't even sending them videos. I would just like post on like MySpace, or, yeah. and people would take the videos, and Good it grew point. into a relationship. And then one year, on Twitter, Q had put "Happy Birthday to World Star Tony." It was my birthday. Wow. And everybody was like hitting me like, yo, that's the boy that own world. I go right at him like, yo, what's up, homie? Yo, what's much doing? love. And he didn't, at the time, he wasn't the one uploading the videos, but he right. told me, he was like, yo, and I, and I got to post this DM one day. He t- and in so many words, he said, you'll never pay to be up here, man. Mm. I got you. And man, I love him, man. Yeah. Like he played a big part because at that time I was getting a lot of buzz, but I was being heavily blackballed. I will say this name. It was a DJ in Philly who to this day is still, he dominates Philly radio. It's a cornball named DJ Cosmic Kev. I was going to say, I, I didn't want to yeah, say yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. talking about QDZ. I, I was trying to be positive. Well, QDZ a good dude. Yeah, I got love. Yeah. Shout out to QDZ. Yeah, or something like yeah that. but his man, Cosmic Kev, is a yeah. bozo. But he, shout that a to, he a legend, too. Yeah, he definitely most definitely yeah, so, you know, a legendary bozo. Yeah. So, yeah, politics. But, <laughs> that shit's political. You, yeah. you fell out of the line of the politics. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't. What that to say about you? I never, even to this day, bro, I get in trouble because... I don't want to play them political games, yeah. and you know what I mean. And I'm learning yeah. because you have to in order for me to fully help my people yeah, sure. and, and 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 firstly help my family because charity starts at home. Mm. You know what I mean. I okay. can't be out there feeding the poor and, then, yeah. and my family ain't straight. Yeah. You know, so family and family. Do that. That's right. So yeah. uh, I try to keep it positive, but certain people you gotta be honest too. You know, Listen, my, my, my 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 fans and your fans mm-hmm. they want transparency. So part of life, right? right? So when you say that, but I was literally on. I feel like every single website, and even think about that when you go back to me in '09, being on all them sites, and I'm still in 2023. I'm on on the radar. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Absolutely. on TMZ. Tape coming out. I'm on Fox. Mm-hmm. I'm on. You know, this is. You know, still, still, today, never had a manager, never had a publicist, never played the, you know, kissing A, sucking D game with these cornball rappers. I always was aggressive, Mm -hmm. always was in the streets, always was in the mix. I was coming to New York. I was going to them clubs people in New York wouldn't go to. You had a heavy Brooklyn. You was heavy. You done been through with some New York artists. You did beef with the whole East Coast. In real life. In real life. I remember in you. Real situations, you, yeah, real, yeah, real situations. Real, real situations. You pulling where, up the NY for sure. You was yeah, up there. And still, you know, and people, that's one thing Before people don't say. Artists. And people won't say that because now it's eat. Now everybody just comes to New York and all Hello. Right. No, man, I was in them Bronx clubs back then where Brooklyn. you didn't get checked to get in. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Man. I was in them case late. I'm Big Gene Dill at the door. Mm-hmm. A Suze rendezvous. Mm-hmm. I'm in Suze when oh, Cardi Suze. B first starting. She in there. First know, starting. Yeah. 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 I'm in Suze when. When Black China, me and Black China in there hosting together when nobody don't know who Black China is. Yeah. I was on the cover of Straight Stunting issue 14. I was the first unsigned artist. To, before I was on that Straight Stunting magazine cover, heavy. it was 50, Busta, all the multi-platinum guys. 
I was the first artist in the streets with the red Philly hat on, shot it on the rooftop in the that. rocks yeah. with Frank D'Antonio. Mm -hmm. Went platinum in the prisons. The first time Sub Zero DVD too. made it on the top in Don Diva sales. When Don Diva put the top selling drums, it's me on the cover by myself. Dope One of the on. first covers with somebody's body self. Yeah. So yeah, let the record reflect. I'm the biggest and still here. So it sounds like it almost happened by accident. You just being yourself, somebody caught you on camera, you posting videos on MySpace and it was strategic okay. though, because everything, first of all, is, I bring it back to Islam, it's the cutter, which means it was already written and ordained. Okay. So it's like, even like when you say like our interview came together so quick or whatever. No, that was our, that interview, our interview was written for us to happen 1400 years ago. We just didn't know it. Like, you know, like what, what I'm doing tomorrow, when you say like, how long you going to be in New York? I don't know, bro, because tomorrow... Like once I post, I'm in New York. My phone gonna ring. Oh, for sure. And somebody gonna say, "Yo, bro, can tomorrow? Can you come to? Uh, da, 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 man, you know, I might go to Double XL. Right, right you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm here with y'all. So sure. it's like, you know, I trust the cutter. So nothing was by accident. And when you Google, you didn't bring this up yet. When you Google, white boy, do this real quick. I want you to Google greatest hustler alive. And when you Google greatest hustler alive, and Tone Trump comes up, you can't pay for that. You can't fake that. Yeah. Greatest hustler alive. I want. Is you said his name really Tom? His name's Alex. Alex. But we just you know Tom from my school. You know he's the one friend. Man, fuck old, that. He Tom. He, he Tom. Hey, hey Alex, you Tom forever. When I come that's, here, you Tom. <laughs> that's my brother. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, my, that's my bro. My brother, that's brother. Yeah, brother. I mean, yeah, I mean, we gonna call you Big Tom. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's that, that 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 that's your that's your West Philly yeah. uh that's your West Philly attribute your nickname. <laughs> you go to Max and Tom. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm hey, Tom. hey, Big Tom, what comes up when you hit Greatest Hustler Alive? Like that's incredible. Damn. The Greatest Hustler Alive. Yeah. So it's not by accident. Yeah. Hustle, crazy. blood, sweat, and prayers. Mm -hmm. Nobody has worked like me. All right, we're gonna take a break from today's show and talk about some beef jerky. Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, man. Uh, looking for a nice, healthy snack packed with protein. <gasps> Get you uh, 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 some 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 car some packages of this. Uh, we got uh, the Truffalo Bill. I didn't try this one yet, but it says uh, a potent pioneer of American flavor frontier. Wow, that sounds scary. Righteous Felon. I don't even know if one of those exists, but uh, according to the package, it does. Uh, we have the Bourbon Franklin. Uh, an American dream of bourbon and vanilla bean. Ooh, a little sweet, huh? <laughs> Check out the OG Hickory Beef Stick. Savory and smoky beef stick. Hey, ladies, relax. I'm reading the flavor off a song. Don't melt on camera, man. This, this ain't, this ain't uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. We got, uh, y'all know about this already, the teriyaki bell bowl. This is actually my favorite one for obvious reasons. Bull, y'all know my history with the bull. And y'all know my history with the boxing gloves, but uh, tingy teriyaki with a punch of pepper. And then finally, we have the lemon pepper and citrus basil beef stick. Hey, get your beef sticks. And they even got merch now too, man. Look, check them out. The good teriyaki Balboa. It has uh, this nice jail scripture on the back. Maybe I'll read it to you one day. Uh, you know, I'm on probation, so hats. I would try it on, but I got a funny shaped head. You're not about to be on here grinding me up. Uh, righteous felon hats. Y'all might make me uh, my file that's expunged. It might it, it, it might not be expunged if, if I put the hat on. Uh, different colors. Uh, you can reach them at www.righteousfelon.com. And over here at Nothing's Normal, we are under the Polymath Network. So luckily for you, you know us, you get a discount. Use promo code POLY. 15. www.righteousfelon.com, promo code POLY15. 
I went to, I was in Miami at a club, a nightclub, bro. It's like 2010. I'm in a white Bentley Spurs. Yeah, yeah, I'm out there stunting. I leave the club. Wallahi, I'm leaving the club and there's a group of dudes over there, big old beers. They looking like they from Philly, but I could tell. At that time, a beard was automatically was from Philly. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even think, I, I don't feel like Ross was out yet. And these boys looked over and they was like, they said something to me that I that made me know they knew who I was. And I'm like, yo, what's up? I'm like, you know, I get on my defensive junk, you know, I'm icy and everything. Absolutely. And they like, no, we rock with you, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what y'all got? And the, and the boy said, yeah, we Zopan. Okay, yeah. It's like 09. Yeah. They said, man, we got a studio, man. Why don't you come through? This after the club. This yeah. is one something in the morning, yeah. two in the morning. Miami. I saw the video. I'm in a white Bentley Spur. Mm -hmm. I told Wolf, get in. Wolf, yeah. I called. Wolf. At the time, I was with Steve Morales. He was a multi-platinum producer. He had me out there. I had a production deal with him. I called him. I said, yo, man, there's Opel niggas just invited me to the studio. He said, yo, get home. No, 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 no. You can't go there. Ah, you got my car out there. Yeah. I said, yo, man. I said, they invited me, bro. I got to go, man. It's I got to be show my face. Right. I pulled up there like 2 in the morning. Them niggas, when I called inside my outside, niggas was like, yeah, right. Nah. They no security, no nothing. And not because I thought I was so tough. Not because I didn't hear so much about them. That dream I had. That passion I had, bro, to mm -hmm. want to come home and say I won. Come home and tell my mother we did it. To come home and tell my block we did it. I went to that studio, but that was a design of my passion. And then the very next day, I went to Little Haiti with him. I'm out there on 54th and I'm, you know, Bentley. That's real. Chains on. I'm out there with the Colonel. I'm out there with Blind. Mm -hmm. I'm out there with the, the same people that was on the Legendary Gangland episode. And they embraced nobody with me. You know what I'm saying? And I did that everywhere. Yeah, I went I, I went, I went to Bompton. I'm out there when I'm, you know, you see people go <laughs> you see people go out there and they just be out there like yeah. tourists. No, yeah. I'm out there. I'm at Game Old Crib. Yeah. I'm on Brazil and Wilmington with Big Fades, with New Jersey Devil, with the men. You know what I'm saying? With, the with, with, with the men. And that's everywhere, bro. When I went to Houston, Trey the Truth will tell you, years ago, I was by myself. Trey, when it's time to leave, Trey was like, wait, I'm like, no. He dropped, he dropped me off. He watching me go. I said, yo, I'm good. He said, no, he watching me. It's Trader Truth. Y'all all know Trader Truth now. Of course we do. Y'all ain't know Trader Truth back nah. then when I was in Houston in the low club yeah. with Trey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For when sure. he was being blackballed and all that. I was out there with, you know what I'm saying? So, And this is every, oh, when my, my first show in Chicago, when I pull up and strike money, come to my tour bus and put a bulletproof vest on me. And they instructed me on how to wear your hat because this way mean, you know, all the gang culture yeah. and all that. And I'm yeah, like, man, I'm from Philly, man. I, uh, you know what I'm saying? When I'm in the 60s, I am out. I was out there. When everybody go take the picture with the, the Nipsey mural, I'm out there with Big U. You got shout out there? Yeah. I yeah. did. I did. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Shout out, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Jay Stone when we talk yeah. about the 60s. Sorry. I got to shout out Jay Stone. He yeah. got a new album out. And he's on our new shit. album. Yeah, That's right. Sure. Let's get it got a record, West Side, produced by Ali the Greatest with uh, Jay Stone. And make sure y'all go get Stone new album. And by the time y'all hear this, make sure y'all go get that Still Striving. Sure. Top Octone Trump. Shout out to my bro Ratch, The Strivers. I, I, I like, we going to get into it. Believe that. Um, Wow, you just said a lot. No, real rap. But when, you, when, I, when I say global, never yeah. local, man, I mean that, man. I'm talking about, yeah. and, and, and beyond that, because everybody can say, well, I've been to Lower Haiti, or I've been to... Uh, Bompton, or I've been to Chirac. Yeah, I also been to Wajir, Kenya, third world country. That last time I went there, I went there. I challenged the organization who I helped raise millions of dollars, who I didn't like the way they was treating my people in Africa. So I went back for a fact finding trip where I literally risked my life, my freedom to make sure that they was doing right by these people in Africa. 
in a third world country. I'm talking about a place where it's like you can't even imagine. You think about the worst part of New York, the worst part of Philly, the worst part of L.A. and Chicago. You put them all together and it's nothing compared to where I was at. People literally, it's people that I met who they had a famine out there that was so dry and so bad that whole families died. All their livestock, which is their animals, how they survive and mm-hmm. eat, died. The same people who was hugging me eight months ago. I'm like, where is so-and-so? They're like, oh, they died. died. Imagine that. Not no gun violence, not yeah. no gang shit. Traumatizing. Just dying from not having no water. That's crazy. That's, Man. A, that's a painful death. Man, I'm watching. Bro, it's people out there that's blind, right? One of the things we raise money for is cataract surgeries. Cataract is when it's a phlegm that grows over their eyes, which basically blinds them. So it's almost like a... For lack of a better term, and I say this with no disrespect, but it's almost like having a glob of snot covering your eyelid. The surgery to fix it is only $100. And And not even most of them, none of them can afford it. So imagine, there's people out there that got it in both eyes. So imagine if it's the father, and now he can't farm, he can't go out. So now the family just starves and dies for $100 surgery. The hearing aids are $60. Children out there who can't hear their mother call their name. 60 bucks. That's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I almost, so, I hate shit like that. I hate man. to be hearing about that. It's, it, but, but it happens but, real but, shit. But guess what? When I was out there with them people, they were the most grateful, most polite, most faithful. These people, when it was time to pray, I would watch these kids run to this one little water fountain, make do, which we clean off before we pray. They're smiling. None. I, I didn't. Nobody was sucking their teeth. Yeah. Nobody was ice grilling. Nobody was sizing me up to rob me. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. They, it was all, yo, it's kids out there that I've been knowing now. I've been going there since 2019. Damn. I call them my babies, right? Sure. It's babies out there that can't speak. My first couple trips, they couldn't speak no English. They take me by the school my last trip, and these kids is reading to me in English. Do you know how yes. that felt to me, bro? Like, to see them read to me, like, I was like, It's a billion dollar feeling. It's a billion dollar. Because some of them, you know how quick kids grow. So imagine these little girls I met at seven, they 10 or 11 now. You know what I'm saying? The first time they met me, they was, like, looking at me like I was, like, a, they never seen sleeve, tattoo sleeve. They looking at me like, Fascinating. Yeah. They literally, like, walking up to me like, like, what? Yeah. And you know, we and they, they can't understand me. I can't, but the love, we Energy. we talking through smiles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And bro, not exaggerating, none of these people was like negative. None of these people was like beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was all it was humility. It's humility, man. That is finest. Humility. It was love. That's crazy. That's 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 real. Shout out to the top skunk, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to the skunk, man. He just came in with the, you know, with the, the Uber Eats and all that. No, no, no. There ain't no Uber Eats. That's that halal Chinese. You know, we Ooh, only eat halal. You that. We yeah. only eat halal. Shout sure. out to the top skunk, man. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, Do you credit, like, your path, if you could have had it any other way? Because you, you, had, you had a hard road, like, as far as... The light, and that's one of my biggest, I'm not going to say fears, but something I'm worried about as far as feeling like you got to, once you get to that light, when people start publicly disrespecting you, you feel like you got to address it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just make your road that much harder. Like you got to wake up and it might be 15 tone Trump disses, mm-hmm. this interviews or this. Or I've been through it. People, you've you been through all I still of it. Go, I still go through it but to I, an I just feel like you really, yeah, but you went through it like like big time. Yeah. Um, you could have had it any other way. Do you feel like... That played into the toughness of your exterior and your interior. Like, is your mental fortitude made you stronger? Or do you feel like more like you hear this term Philly support Philly? Do you wish it was more more like that? But Philly is more like crabs in a barrel. It's not, I don't, from the outside looking in, it don't look like it's support. 
But where do it look like that at? Like Nowhere. People, like people always like be like, you don't hear New York support New York. Yeah, like y'all, I don't. I patented that. Yeah, like like I feel like people like uh, like attack us a lot about that. I feel like where there's poverty, there's beef, there's drama, there's negativity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you never hear about niggas in Calabasas dissing each other. Yeah. You don't hear about people in nah. Dubai doing diss records. You know why? Because they thriving, they living, they loving life. So when you have poverty and that crab in a barrel mentality comes from people that are just so poor and struggling. Like, you know, when I'm when I'm doing really, really well, bro, shit don't bother me the same. For sure. Like, I'll read a negative comment and be like, yeah. you know where I'm at right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cool, yeah, man. like when I was in Mecca, nobody was making me mad on yeah. Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. You know what I mean? But when you in the hood, and somebody say the wrong thing, you, yeah, we I mean, men, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's a different vibe. But mm-hmm. I feel like when people, like, a lot of times people be like, no, I wish Philly stuck together. I'm just like, where do they stick together? Like, Chicago? Mm-hmm. You know, even people try to use Atlanta all the time. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing in Atlanta right now is the thing with uh, Thug and Lucci. Yeah. Where's all that unity talk with them? You don't hear Jeezy it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Jeezy and Gucci. Like, But it's just like with Philly, it's just magnified. And one of those reasons is because in Philly, is known to get so real. You know, guys, I've known, I've known people that have died and done, you know, still in jail because of, like, beefs that started with, like, nonsense and rap and all that. Yeah. So it's like, that's the one thing I wish I never played a part in, but at the same time, it's such a part of my, my trajectory and my success. It's like, we, we, learned, we learned to live, like, it was like, ain't no regrets, man. It's the cut of a law. It was my plan. I don't think I'm sitting here right now in 2023 still wanting the people wanting to interview me. If I didn't go through them things. Absolutely. So I take it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when K Slay, when K Slay first reached out to me, right? One of the things he said, he had put out a tweet that was legendary. And he was like, yo, Tone Trump never asked me to play his music. He showed up. He was always this. He introduced himself. Ah, ah. I learned how to be like that because of all the blackballing and stuff I was going through in Philly. Yeah. So when I started to navigate out of Philly, so it's like if I didn't go through that crab in a barrel BS in Philly, Man, I'm not in Creed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Ryan Coogler, who put me in Creed, wrote me in Creed. Right. One of the things he was a fan of what I was doing because he was seeing me. You know why? Because I was going out to Oakland. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't be comfortable in Philly like somebody like a Gilly who could just yeah. sit there. He had Cosmic Kevin on Smash and he, you know, all the artists looking sure. up to him. So he didn't have the, the urge maybe to move around where I had to. Because right. if I would have sat there, they not going to play my music. They don't like me because I'm beefing with this guy. Mm-hmm. I was beefing with so many different people. The whole Philly, yeah. I was beefing with people that a lot of them guys was scared of too. For sure. So they looking at it like, you know, like, yeah, it's yeah. like in New York, like if somebody loved Ja Rule, but they like, if I mess with Ja Rule, 50 going to be, you know what I mean? So I was dealing with that kind of stigma where it was like I was beefing with dudes where a lot of the artists and DJs and tastemakers and gatekeepers, and I'm not going to say all of them were scared of the people, but they also, that was they people. They fell in line I was the too. new guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was the new guy. So it's like you got to choose between this new little wild nigga that everybody's like just, they making it look like I'm just going at everybody. Yeah. And then part of it was like, I definitely was drawing. I was, I was yeah, tripping. You draw, yeah, I was sure. tripping, but it was like they don't know that when I was on my peace, love, and harmony, they was ignoring me. So right. I was like, all right, I got y'all. Mm-hmm. You niggas, it's all punks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'll prove it. And I, I, I then it's like, yeah. you know, you got to prove that stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? I was drawing all of that negative attention and it wasn't worth it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? People don't even know how many lawyer fees and, you know, how many, we wasn't posting when we was catching gun charges. We wasn't posting, you know, us coming, when I was coming up New York, bro, and I'm going to them clubs and stuff like that, how you think we riding? I couldn't afford security back then. Yeah. You know, I could say it now because we don't do it no more, but we was coming up this June. 
super dirty. And when they see PA tags anywhere, they think guns. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So we getting pulled over, bro. You know how many times we coming from the Harlem, you know, 24-hour seafood spot, mm -hmm. right when you make that turn from the projects to the highway, Woo! they yeah. yanking us. And we in that joint like, yo, please don't go in that hood. We going to the island. We going, right. Yeah. And we had them nights. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I'm grateful, man. Yeah. Can we talk about G-Unit Philly for a second? A quick second. Uh, I got you. Phew. Um, Done. Okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a second. All right, I, no Shout problem. out to the whole G unit. Shout out to the whole G unit Philly. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know okay. I mean? Move, really moving about. along. Um, young Jeezy. We, we good to, to, to talk about Jeezy. How long? A second. Uh, well, give me, give me, give me ten seconds for the young got Jeezy. You, got you. Um, how did y'all meet? How did you come to CTE? I know you was pushing that for a little minute. Greatest, the greatest hustler alive. Sure. Just like you know, what I'm saying one thing into into all the young artists that's on the internet right now. They all watching you. Mm. Don't ever, like, you got to understand, man. Somebody like a Drake. Drake can't just go to the mall. Drake can't just go to the trenches. Nah. So his window to all that is his cell phone. Mm -hmm. They watching. So when you see them, you hear them change their flows and stuff like that. Yeah. They watching these young boys. Mm -hmm. Like, it's somebody right now in New York that probably got 6,500 followers. And every big artist in New York is looking at his page. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Won't give him no props, won't say nothing. That's whack. And that's whack. Mm -hmm. But that's just our culture and that bullshit mentality. But that's how Snow came to win me, man. At that time I was the biggest. I was the I was the, I was the talk. I was on mm -hmm. every web. Like, yeah. So it was like it was undeniable. Yeah. At that time before when Jeezy and them first approached me, I had everybody on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was meeting with Def Jam. I was meeting with Atlantic okay. with no manager, right. with no publicist, with no rapper friends. And I know I remember being in meetings with the biggest labels and they like, what you want? And I'm saying shit I heard on interviews. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, I want control. I don't even know what it, yeah, I'm talking about. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was hustling and navigating. But that's how Snow came along, man. And um, I had a record that, that Flex went crazy. First case, Slay played it like always. I always I say, you know, too. I say first Slay gave me shine, then Flex dropped bombs. And one day, man, this was the big time. Flex had tweeted, somebody tell Tone Trump I'm looking for him. I remember that too. That joint in my phone. I'm like, what? And he, he started going crazy with Afghan. Like, imagine, bro, like, you getting blackballed in your own city. They didn't they didn't play Afghan until after Flex. So, Afghan, like, Philly yeah. Radio didn't play it. And then this nigga Flex drops bombs. Yeah. And, yeah. um. That's crazy. Jeezy, Jeezy asked to get on my record, man. That's a, that's a part of the story people don't know. Like, I never was like, yo, can you do a song with me? Like, nigga hit me. was like, yo, man, send us Afghan with a space open. Jeezy going to do it. Yeah. And I was, yeah. and, and at the time, I was living in downtown Philly. In a brand new loft, mm -hmm. you know, independent artist. I wasn't, I wasn't sending nobody my demos. I was just hustling, bro. Like yeah. every day was my last. And I sent them the record, bro. And that nigga sent it back in an hour. That means he was. That's why I can never say nothing yeah. bad. Like, I'm probably the only person from CTE that you never can't find me saying nothing negative about G. Yeah. And you probably never will. I appreciate that. Because you know what I mean. Like, at that time. Snow probably was getting a hundred a feature. Oh, for sure. He still is. Cause you, you still think about it, like now, he didn't want artists like you don't really hear niggas like y'all got Jeezy on the record. Yeah, nah. You know, it's a lot of artists where niggas could get verses from. Yeah. Snow don't really get down like that. He may be a little more friendly now, cause whatever. But back then, like a nigga wasn't doing records with niggas, so it's like I'm always gonna be grateful for that. I ran a bag up off of it. Like I went on the road. I went on the TM 103 tour. The first day back in Philly, I bought a, I bought one of my old trap houses. I went to 51st Street <laughs> and bought a crib. We used to just sit there and do That's nothing and smoke shit. weed. Yeah. I bought that joint. Give me that. Give me that joint. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? With yeah. a sweatsuit on with the, all the white boy relatives with me that look like 
time over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I bought, <laughs> I bought that joint. You know what I'm saying? So I'm my show love. So he's in time. Shout to Snow. And right. I'm grateful for everybody, even like going back to like the G Unit Philly shit, man. Yeah. I could never deny, you know, the things I, I learned. Wave. I love yeah. to see y'all together. You know, that's from the outside looking in. I don't know, you yeah, know, the yeah. insides, but yeah. you was Ali from Ivy, Frankfurt. You used to be running around Frankfurt. I, 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 I just, you know, to yeah. Frankfurt. Shout to Frankfurt. Yeah. I shot a commercial in Frankfurt this morning. This store morning, and all that. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout to shout to I Vegas, yeah, shout Vegas. to Kodak, and shout to Mike Knox, yeah. and shout to Fifty and Yayo and the whole G unit. Sure. Fifty still killing it, and all them people we just mentioned, they all in their own right doing their thing to a certain extent. Yeah, they all played a part in your story. Like, yeah, they, they did. So it's like it's like when I reflect, it's like yeah. you can't front. I just don't like to dwell. You know For what I'm sure. saying? Gotta, shout gotta to move. shout to shout to everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. In 2023, the space I'm in, I'm so blessed. I just completed a great album like i don't got no negativity to towards nobody you know yeah. what I mean? um but i don't that don't mean i want I mean, yeah, let, nah, me, let me stop see i, I, that's why I can't do these interviews nah, no you're showing you show signs of the world yeah, star trump man yeah, world star t it's world like i'll be like you know i'll be like peace and harmony i'm like but yeah. man fuck man. But nah. you, that just shows the growth but it's still i'm trying it's like a fly keep you gotta swat at it sometimes and like i always say i go back to islam like you know islam your imam goes up and down like your battery on your phone so some days, Monday, you know, I, I hit all five of my prayers and I'm feeling strong and I'm around the ox and da da da. And then Tuesday, man, I overslept and I'm you in the studio and then it's like my mm-hmm. imam. So it's like, yeah. it's like that with anything, man. But, you know, yeah. it's all up. Before I want to ask you about this next gentleman, he's mm-hmm. another gentleman that I seen you on the DVDs with back in the day. But yeah. listening to this, this fire project, you know, bought, you know, stuck, stuck close to my, my brain and it was... Marcus Street legend, but I had to retire. Keem got life, Millwall Wire. Mm-hmm. Kill Keem, man. Mm. Um, when I first started seeing Kill Keem. I got to put the Prodders on for this one. I might get a little emotional. He, he, he was running around with um, the Touch Money guys mm-hmm. a little bit, but he had his own wave. And one thing I noticed by watching him in the DVDs, he was respected by all the sections. I seen him in videos with some of anybody, and he was Tone Trump's rider. Any rapper underground who came at you, he said, with you, oh, I was dead. Listen, <laughs> that's one of your riders for sure. It's and and, and to hear that he was locked up, like through the, yeah, through the media and all that, was yeah. just unfortunate. But you know, Kill King, what's your history, man? Man, yeah, deeper than rap, man. For sure. And a lot of people don't know, man. We both from Philly, and Keem rep North Philly because he, he got off the porch in North. Mm-hmm. But Keem is also a West Philly baby. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And um, and it's crazy because we used to literally be right around the corner from each other. Like you say, when he was moving with Touch Money, Touch Money used to be on 52nd Street at a joint called The Hut. Shout yeah. to my brother Shout Nah. Touch money, nah. Sure. Damn, you really be on Yo, your bro, shit. Yo, bro, I'm, I'm a whole different Philly. Shout that's nah. my whole nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Come so on. my brother sure. Nah, but. But at that time, I was still in the streets, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, trapping and shit. So sure. the hut used to be like a hot the spot. Hut was up. Yeah. So I didn't really. I used to always tell Keem like, man, I ain't going to that shit, man. I ain't going to that. They used to be in there doing the rap thing, but me and Keem was OT doing, you know, OT street shit. business, doing OT shit, not together though, away from each other. And you know how OT is. People talking about people, like you said, the pillow talking. Sure. Like, Yo, this boy said mm-hmm. you didn't. Uh, so one day we on Main Street, which is like they Broad Street or like they uh, 125th. Okay, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. nothing okay, like I that. But yeah, I get we it. bump into each other and like sizing each other up, and it was like at that point it was like we was either going to be enemies 
or partner up in a certain way because we was out town. We was both doing a legal business, but sure. in a different yeah. situation, different product, it. right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like, yo, man, we not even stepping on each other's toes. All these clowns out here trying to instigate something with us. Ah, ah, ah. And instead of like beefing, like we right away was like just like popping shits to each other. Like he had like cracked a joke or something. And I'm like, nigga, like, you know, Philly shit, like just sure. busting. And from that yeah. moment, man, like, you know, we just was just my brother, man. Wow, like man. it was just like, it's crazy because like when I be thinking now, it's like, yo, we don't got a bunch of pictures together. We don't got a bunch of songs together because we was just living, bro. Solid. We was together every day. I was taking him on a road with me. Bro, he was so close to, you know, like literally I was in a meeting with Atlantic and um, his name came up. One of the things they used in his trial, they had used some content where he was talking and he basically was like, yo, he's like, yeah, Trump just left Atlantic Records and they and they was talking about me and they... You know, I mean, you know, I gotta chill out right now, so I'm positive. And then the interviewer, and this nut ass nigga that was interviewing him, gonna say to him, "Yeah, but let him know," or something to that extent. And the king was like, "Yeah, but about my family, I, 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 I still that." And he was mm -hmm. talking about me, saying like, they used that in court. That was very damaging. So all the young boys like. This content you shoot and can and will be used against you. We've sure. seen it over and over. Mm -hmm. They doing it to Young Thug right now. They playing his lyrics. So we experienced that early. Like, you know, wow. I, I, did, I did a dumb video in Miami. I talked about the white Bentley. I'm in a Bentley pulling all these guns out. And the next day, special, they had a whole special task force kick down my grandma's door. I'm in Miami. They kicked down my grandma's door on 54th Street, kicked down Mossberg door my day one. You know, bring him in. They locking everybody up about my video with them, Damn. you know, stupid video yeah, to do, you know, sure. trying to be a rapper and be famous. But, yeah, man, Keem, man, they used that in his trial, which is crazy. He was 100% innocent, man. Like, it was just terrible. But, you know, rats and crooked police. And, inshallah, we got a lot of good rhythm with the appeal situation, but it takes time. Absolutely. You know, in Philly, like, for murder, they give you life with, with, with no parole. But, you know, with the appeal process, inshallah, we're going to bring bro home. Yeah. But that's my brother, man. Like, that's more than just, like, you know, everything I'm doing, even with the rap stuff. Like, me and bro used to sit there back, bro. I had this little apartment on 78th Street, and we used to sit there and watch them Sub-Zeros. It was one joint in particular. Joel's with Santana was on the cover. And I remember I was like, yo, bro, we going to be on them joints. Ah, and King was like, man, get the fuck out of here. They ain't going to. Man, we black. Ah, and i never forget. He was in the county, and I was like, yo, bro, we on Sub-Zero. I'm telling And it, it was like a Grammy. He was up yeah. the F. And then when he came home, I got the tape. He had came home for the King was always. That's why if you listen to my music forever, I'm always saying free King. He yeah, would come sure. home, get yeah, locked always. up, come home yeah, like. Yeah, I and he, uh, I got to take him to a sub party, man. And you talk about a nigga, man. You would have thought I took this nigga to Dubai, bro. This nigga was in that culture shock for he's Hey, Reem, he ain't never see that Suzanne they move back then. That's back in that. That's back when yeah. Barty B was in that joint. Yeah. You could like, throw a couple ones at her. That was back when, like, I don't even want to start naming Carly. names. It was a lot of them back there because a lot of them girls might be, like, paralegals yeah, now yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But <laughs> but back then, you got to imagine. You like, yeah, yeah. King, King, King was coming out the county jail. With all due respect to clubs in Philly, back then it was nothing like a suit. Like, suits was, like, walking in. Yeah, Onyx. Yeah, yeah, no disrespect to Onyx. <laughs> I made a lot of money in there, yeah. but that shit is bullshit compared. Like, suits yeah. back then was, like, no holes bar, bro. Yeah, like you don't. Too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Nice. Like this was nice like work. this one. Like BBLs was brand yeah, new. We nice didn't even know. Yeah, we just know we didn't know. We used to spell BBL. Right, right. Yeah. So, bro, and I'm glad, bro. You know, as, as ignorant as it may sound, I was just so glad, bro, because he was on the run. Right. 
And he, man, he was in that joint. You know, his family might watch my interview, so I got to be careful. For but sure, that boy sure. was wild. He had a good time. And they know him. He had a yeah. great time, man. Yeah. And I was glad, you know Enjoy what I mean? Yeah, because we used to really, bro, we used to be bagging up watching them joints. Like, bro, when people used to see me on them DVDs and they'd be like, bro, is a professional. And, you know, people see, like, today I did a commercial this morning in Frankfurt, like I said, and the guy, I one-taked it, and he was like, yo, everybody else, we got it. And I'm like... I've been practicing for those moments. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to be in my crib, bro, when nobody was there in the mirror, like, this time I'm going to be on Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally would be, bro, before I had a chain, I was picturing a chain. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be like this. I'm gonna, and, and, and it was almost like I was watching game tapes. I was watching Capo and all them niggas. I'm like, yo, them niggas killing it. I can't wait to yeah. get my chance yeah. to talk. That's why I was like, I, like I was so busy yeah. wanting to pop my shit. Mm -hmm. That's why I couldn't rap in the beginning because yeah. I wasn't yeah. caring about rap. I was like, yeah. I just want to pop my shit, get yeah. girls, look sure. fly. You know what I mean? And then I fell in love with the craft and, mm -hmm. and the music and stuff. Yeah. But Free Kill King, Free Abdul Kill Hakim, King. he got a he got a book coming out called Don't Come Here. Mm. He also got some vocals on my new album, Still Striving. Yeah, I sure. always put him on every album, talking from the jail, to yeah. build his publishing up, right. to keep him on. Because now when you go, like, you know, if you go to, like, Tidal and Spotify and all them different things like that, and Kill Keem Speaks and Kill Keem Interlude, you know, keeping bro names just in the mix. I don't think I have a, I don't even think it's a song I got where at some point I don't say Free Kill Keem. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's personal, man. Yeah. Shout out to the killer, man. We love you. And yeah. uh, inshallah, I have him on his couch one day so we could do a real, you know Dude, what I mean, MBF build. Oh yeah, you like West Philly is not too many. Well, it's a few of y'all from back in the day. We ain't gonna right. get them. I know how you are about rapping. Yeah, don't so say we, them niggas' names. We ain't gonna <laughs> give them no light. But y'all got about it's about four or five of y'all from, from. It's not that say West a couple. Philly. So I could, I'm gonna be honest. So from from the beginning, you got Caution. That's West Philly. That's, that's my the, little brother. Caution me. used to really be outside with me on a yeah. strip. That's my little. That's I love I that, that. name you said. Shout the Caution. Come on, man. man. I come from that Caution. Was Shout one the of them Caution. Spitters. Shout the Caution. Last time I talked to Caution, Nah put him on the internet. He was in in a county jail. And the first thing I did, send me his cash yet. I ain't never made a dollar with him, but it's just the principle. Sure. Free, yeah. free little bro. Yeah. I think he back home now. He trying to get his stuff back together, but mm -hmm. that's one of the ones I love. I'm glad you said caution. Yeah, caution. I mean, like I said, him, the DVDs, he was a spitter. You had Nitty. Nitty came around a little late. Um, I peeped Nitty Shout back. Shout out to Nitty. Free ad. That make, that make me think about Bach, man. My brother Bach, man. R.I.P. Bach. Bach used to mm -hmm. push Bach. Nitty real hard. Yeah, Bach wasn't no rapper, man. He just was a legend, For man. Sure. Master Street Legend, shout yeah. the Bach. Yeah. But he used to push Nitty hard. That's what I know of Nitty. I ain't really get into Nitty like yeah. that. He came but around Nitty a always late was, too. Yeah, he was doing his thing. Though. I don't know. Like, is Stunt Woods from Philly? Stunt Woods is from West from Philly, West Philly, from Ghost Block. Yeah, he just came home, too. Welcome home, Stunt yeah, Woods. Just he just did like a dime. Welcome yeah. home, Stunt Woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You was in the under. Bricks. Was, is he from West? He is definitely from around Free the corner. From me. Free Man, you naming the right name. I'm a name. different type of nigga, bro. Free. Bricks, brick roll, free man. brick of raw, yeah. Ruby Street legend. The whole touch money, I think, was West me, out. That's why you know the other. They had, they know? had some others. They had, for sure. you know, NH was. And like they, you know, he from North. He from they North. Say, so, Shout you know, to H. I ain't one of Johnson Holmes type shit. No Shout man, to, you from, might be from Philly, low key, bro. I'm a different type of nigga. Hey, Ali, where you get this nigga I'm from? Out, man. I'm from right. I'm from. <laughs> I'm from Couple miles you that from way. like Philly, from this, Westchester. This we I got a Westchester out there too. In we Pennsylvania. do. We do. I own a restaurant very close to there. Shout out to Union Steaks. Oh, I gotta go. And uh, yeah, you got to come to Union Steaks, seventeen thirty three West Third Street, Chester, Pennsylvania, home of the famous halal cheesesteak nachos. Mm -hmm. And inshallah, in two weeks, I'm opening up my uh, my first corner store, Union Groceries, about two blocks, also in Chester, okay. which is about thirty minutes from Westchester. So if you have in that area, yeah. oh, I gotta come. I gotta make a. Love, we gotta man. make we, a, we do a, a special trip. We over can here. do an episode. You know, we do part two 
At the studio, I got the studio right next door to the restaurant. I love to have you, man. Hey, matter of fact, you know what I'm doing? Matter of fact, I want to invite you now. Uh, at some point next week, I want to do like a year in wrap up, and I wanted to invite different podcasters. So I would love for you to come down, man. That's say no more. Sure, yes. love. You owe me one. I'm gonna beat the I'll pull up. That. Yeah, I'm pull gonna up. Beat the let's, let's get Philly it. Right there. Be a I good go look, there just for cheese And you'll probably be you'll probably be one of the only people from NY. So that'll be a good you know what I mean. Rep on that. Let's work. Let's work. But um, let's get. I appreciate that. We talk about still striving. I want to get into your creative process. Like, what is it that gets your creative cylinders going? Is it a mood thing? Is it Go smoke a blunt. Is it something happened? Is it natural? I left the house and I just start looking outside and I think of bars. Like, how do you come up? With it's a, a accum- it's accumulation of things, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's accumulation of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got one of the most beautiful women in the world laying in the bed with me. For sure. I look over at her. I look at her feet. I look at her hair. Her eyes. I'm like, damn, you know man. It's mine. It's mine. You know what I'm saying? I ride through my neighborhood. Nitty had come get me. Um, my brother Nitty shot the road. Nitty. Nitty would come get me, and we literally would just ride through the hood. I don't live in my neighborhood no more. I haven't lived there in a long time. But to ride through and just, we'd ride through listening to, like, like hustler music, you know what I mean? Vintage Hove, you know what I'm saying? Capo, Pusha T, Gotti, you know, classic Philly stuff. And while we ride and just looking in the hood, we turn the music up, we turn it down to pop shit. Remember when we was over here? Like, you know what I mean? Like getting that energy, you know. Mm-hmm. I might hit Ream up the top skunk, you know what yeah. I mean? Get a Shout vibe, you know what I mean? So Ream. it's like different things you gotta do. Like, you know, for me as an accumulation of things, like perfect example. We riding through 54th Street one day and we listen to um Hove Can I Live? Mm-hmm. And um I'm rapping under it, and I'm like, man, I think I got something. I took my phone out like 10 second video I'm like and I sent it to Ali remember Ali I said yo remake this for me the Ken Dean record let me tell you how I visualize this record in the first verse I said Bird Gang I'm like the Jimmy of my city mm-hmm. I told Ali I said I'm gonna get Capo on this record I didn't never talk to Jim about it I don't even think I, like I always knew Jim and respected him he's always one of my favorite hustlers and rappers but never nothing wasn't no promise wasn't no nothing at the time, Capo just dropped, he moving around, you know how he hustled. For sure. And I reached out, you know, free Sheik Ali. Mm-hmm. You know, in that song, I also say I'm a hustler and the Muslim like Sheik Ali. Sheik Ali locked up. He a okay. big top hot, big dog from New Jersey. And, and, and he and he ran heavy with uh with Capo and up. And I reached out to Sheik first, like, yo, Sheik, I gotta get Capo on this joint. And I reached out to Capo. Capo was like, I got you. But you know, niggas be busy. There's so many niggas. I told them I got them right now, and I do got them. It happens. But it's time, man. You know, a laws with the patient. But long story short, manifesting that record from us riding around, listening to that whole record, me hitting my producer, yo, remake this joint, me doing a verse, the original version. I did a video and everything without mm-hmm. capital verse on it. And then I, I'm prideful being from West Philly. I'm like, man, I ain't asking that nigga again. Yeah. I asked once. I was kind of salty. Then I was like, man, let me. Yeah. I reached out, and Capo was like, oh, man. Yo, come to the studio right now. It's like shit. And I had just planned this great night with my lady, right? I'll never forget it. I read the, the message. I'm like, damn. I said, how I'm gonna tell her this? I walk in the room, I'm like, yo, I'm like, you know you're gonna be mad? I said, listen, and there's we in the suburbs of Philly. I'm like, I gotta go to the Bronx real quick. This is why though. Real quick. She but real quick, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She like, she she don't, she ain't, she been around, so she ain't really like, she don't care who the rapper is or nothing, yeah. but she knew what it meant to me. She like, yo, go get that record done. I go get the record done. Got to do the record in the studio with Capo. Mm-hmm. I didn't even tell Ali yet. I sent Ali a video from the studio this time now. Like, yo, 
Hey, let me hear a yeah. little bit of gym rap. And yeah. that nigga like, he went crazy. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you say the yeah. process, the process is always like that. Like, CeeLo Green, you ain't mentioned that. CeeLo Green, me working with CeeLo. Oh, me working with Kevin Gates. None of them records was like, yo, let's do this record. No, it was natural, organic vibes and inspiration. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before we let, get me, let me say this before you say ahead. this. And this is another thing. Never had a manager. Never had a publicist. Never paid for a feature in my career. Never, never wow. paid for a feature in my career. And I have records with CeeLo, Jim Catwoman. Jones, Kevin Gates, Freeway, Birdman, Akon. I mean, I just was on a record. I mean, one really want to talk heavy. I was just, I just was on 200 Deep, K Slay new record, the late great K Slay. And I'm on there with Run DMC, Raekwon, Ghostface, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, this come show. on, man. You were unking them. I was unking them. Yeah, you were unk. So, you know, I just went in, and that's a, and that's a sign of the perseverance and the hard. Do you think? Hustling hard and hustling smart and working like every day is your last. I asked another artist this as we, you know, start to taper it off. Do you think you get your best work done as far as collaboration when you all in the studio together. I know I'm wild late for asking this. What's them kings right there? Oh, this is Legally High. This is some of our sponsors. This uh, THC infused seltzer water. Okay, they paid us? All right. Yeah, they, 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 sure. yeah I think so. They're they, they probably going to have to pay us one. a little more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm yesterday's price. What's Joe Which one you want? Yeah, yesterday's price. Well, they got the mango. I'm a, you know, we, 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 you know, mango type. We got lime. Yeah. The lime and the mango, John. Yeah, the lime and the mango. Man, how they people hit my people, man? Okay, Let's figure that. it out, man. Ain't got to say. You, you, you know, you know, you know, Top Skunk got the um, one of the only black-owned, you know, legal New York, you know, uh, it's the legal term for it, Top Skunk. Cannabis, cannabis brands as well as as well as stores, and um, if they were smart, they would get with Ring. So yeah, they trying to figure it out. Oh man, move, move that shit, man. We gotta get Reem shit. Move, up yeah, here. Top Skunk, put some shit in front of this jaw, man. What's up, I know you got some. Put Can something in high? front of this jaw, Reem. Put a package in front of them jaws, Reem. <laughs> I didn't sign nothing for that, Reem. We, we, we gonna swap. We gonna swap it out. Yeah, we gotta. We, 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 we got, fuck with. We gonna swap info and all that. We gonna Reem build. send a logo so at least when it get edited <laughs> in. Boop. Yeah, you know I'm saying. But we gonna talk to them, shout to them too, because I don't want to yeah. knock nobody hustle. Nah, 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 but nah, 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 we nah. gotta work some. Let's work some out. Yeah, for sure. Listen, let's get it. Let's get it. Um, what I was asking you was, do you think is more the the music? How did, would you rather be in the studio, organic with the artists when it comes to collaboration? Are you, are you more like, listen, I'm in this city, that city? What what you feel like is the best collab recipe for Tone Trump? I like being in the studio, especially yeah. with the greats. I mean, with everybody, even with like like now, like um. Um, I did a, uh, let me give you two examples. Um, sure. I got a record on Still Striving mm-hmm. called Testimony featuring five-time Grammy winner CeeLo Green. Yeah. We did Lo's that Grammy. record. We had, we at the mansion, you know what I'm saying? We at his crib. Lo got a, Lo got a, uh, in like, uh, rural Georgia, you know, like deep Georgia, got a huge farm. Pause. Mm-hmm. Like real farm. For sure. Goats, you know, cows, all that. Made back by the barn, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. One of the things Lowe taught me when I was there, you know, they, you know, it was horses on the, on the ranch. And he right. said, yo, it's 100,000 miles a year to feed each horse. Damn. Think about that. So when you when you riding past and you don't farm, you see somebody that got 19 horses. Yeah. It's a bean a year to feed one horse. Yeah. Probably more now because he told me this years ago and everything yeah. is inflated. But um, we did testimony. We literally, we was binge watching. We in the crib. Um, shout to Shani, the whole family over there. Low whole family. We was binge watching, um, what's that show, uh, 
Breaking Bad. Oh, <laughs> he brought it back. <laughs> we watching Breaking Bad. I, I wasn't hip to it. And yeah. Lo was like, yo, you know what? I'm like, nah, put that joint. I don't be in the TV. I be hustling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I like that joint. So you know how it is. You yeah. know how Netflix played every episode. We watching that joint. It was something about snitching. And organically, we was like talking something. And then he was like, man, I never testify, man. They, yeah, we, we bitten. We getting on. And he, and he said, shit, he said, my something, my testimony. Sure. And I was like, damn, that's hard. And I was like, my, my testimony. And then he, and then he like mm. went somewhere and he called me. He was like, yo, come over to the studio. We had a little in-house studio. I go over to the studio. He pressed play and he had a little part that he did. Right. And then next thing you know, we started working on that record right on the spot. I stayed on the spot. That's magic. Then, you know, fast forward, that's a five-time Grammy winner. Sure. Fast forward a few months ago, I'm in IMI Studios. Shout to IMI, you know, the biggest and best studio in New York City, Soho. Um, you know, when you come to Westchester, obviously the Goat Lab is the best studio. Sure. If you in the city, IMI, both Muslim-owned, both my family. But um, long story short, um, a new artist from upstate New York named Ramoki plays a record for me. Yes, he's on the he's on your Standing on business. Mm -hmm. You heard that record. Come on, dog. Right? I'm literally about to leave the studio. That's Top Skunk's son. Okay. But he plays me some of his beats. I'm listening because of who his dad is at first, but then I caught a vibe. Take my coat off. Yo, let me go in the booth real quick. I go in the booth. Uh-uh. That record makes the album. I got records that didn't make this album that I could have just used because I had certain people on them. Did a name. I got platinum artists that didn't that I didn't use on this album because sonically it didn't fit or I just didn't like the record. Mm -hmm. You know, this this project is really personal for me, bro. Like I had went off the grid for the first time in my career. Um I had went offline and everything for over a year. I was dealing with just mental health issues. I didn't even know I was. I was right. just thinking I was just chilling. But when I look back, I'm like, damn, I was dealing with some mental health shit. Low sure, key. No, like, no, yeah. So coming out of that and being in the studio, creating with Grammy winners and also creating with a new artist. And, you know, even when I was on my way up here, I was thinking about how I'm explaining records and talking about our new generation. You know what I mean? Like me having a record with my homie son to even be relevant to where I could do a record with this kid who's going to be one of the next greats, sure. you know, and then still do records with CeeLo, you know That's what I'm saying? Tough, and, you, you know, I had a, having oh, a Cali sounding record and being able to get Jay Stone on that record. That's yeah, not yeah. easy to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we, we rest in peace, Nip, for sure. So we, uh, you know, for me, I, the emailing thing, don't get me wrong, because I got records that was the email for way sure. too. That's great yeah, records. Yeah, yeah. But for me, man, I think it's nothing like just being in a stew cooking up, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? yeah. As we wrap it up and we get before we get to the project, let's talk about Ali for a second. Um Yeah, that's somebody you could talk about. Some of the other yeah, niggas, I was like, yeah, come on, man. I get it. But Ali, we could talk about brother. You said it in the beginning. You know, you touched on Ali. Ali is the best. Yes. Shout out to all the producers. None of y'all are better than Ali. Ali is the best producer, the I love best that. engineer. He's super humble. You know, he's a light-skinned, curly-haired nigga from Westchester. Yeah, so he's like he trying to play. Yeah, but he's there. Yeah, so it's like Sometimes I gotta be, you know, because I'm like a light skinned, dark skinned nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta, yeah, you probably should have been I gotta, yeah, I gotta talk. But, but he's literally like, bro, let me just be clear here. For sure. I've been in the studio. When you talk about engineers, when I was with CTE, I got to work with the great Tony Ray. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in the studio. I've worked with the great Ryan Leslie. You know yeah, who that is? Do I? Like, I've, I've been in the studio where literally I'm in the booth and Ryan Leslie is his beat and then he'll stop and play the piano and all that shit. With Snowman right there. Like, imagine, yeah. bro, like, I, I'm a That's nigga a, that I ain't gonna lie. Like, Snowman was my favorite. I was, me and Mossberg was on 54th Street bagging up yeah, to yeah, TM. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, so to go from that to, like, now I'm in the studio. Traffic so, down. when I say that, 
five-time Grammy winner CeeLo Green, working with him, bro. When I first went to Miami with Steve Morales, I was in the studio every day with Lil Wayne and Cash Money. I was in the studio every day with uh, Slip and Slide had a room, so I'm in there when Quaz was the mm -hmm. biggest, when Busted Baby is out. Yeah. Bro, I'm in the studio, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I got records with Wayne that never came out. Like, when I, that record I had with Akon and Birdman that's on streaming sites now, um, it's called Hands in the Sky. When I did that record, at the time I was doing those records, this is 09. Yeah. I'm in the studio. I'm, I'm Wayne on fire. Bro, Wayne, this is when uh, I was there when Wayne did. Um, no ceilings and all that? No, not no ceilings. I was there when he did. No, I was around for some of them joints, but I was there when Wayne did the, uh, like, the daddy joint. Like, him and his dad, him and Birdman was doing Sound like my daddy? Them joints. Yeah. Those was fire joints. Yeah, I was That's around for that. Me. So I'm saying all that to say, not the name, a little name dropping, but also to say that. Ali is one of the most talented people, out, excluding nobody. And you qualify. If I had to do my top three, he's in it. Matter of wow. fact, he's probably in my top two. Wow. And I'm talking about overall talented. Like to me, he's like a, he's like a I call him Kanye East. That's tough. This is a nigga from Mount Vernon. He from he from the same county I'm from. So that's that's who else from Mount Vernon? Oh, I'm not. I'm not. No, from no. Mount but Vernon. who else from Mount Vernon famous? I'm, you I'm got talking, Heavy D I'm from Mount Vernon, for Denzel Washington. I'm, I'm looking for a I'm, so, oh, I'm, case. I'm looking for a particular uh, name. Pete Rock. Forget all them people. They all legends. Great, but I'm, I'm trying to get one freaky it's a rapper. Ass. It's a freaky nigga. I'm not doing that. I think oh, you I ain't got an idea who you're talking about. Oh, you, you trying, trying to be on revolt? I ain't trying you to, trying to be on revolt. Damn. All right, Shout out to the campus. Shout out to you, man. I love y'all, man. You trying to be on Hey, man. Say, man. I don't want to get nobody else in trouble. I don't get in trouble, man. But that punk, I would not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, who else? But you know, he be Harlem sometimes. He ain't from no Harlem. It's like, it's a lot. He ain't from no Harlem. Harlem people don't do that freaky stuff. That's some freaky stuff. We ain't gonna smoke the nine like that, though. The seven, one, eight, three, four, they got their own. I just told you, Sue's rendezvous. I'm a Mount Vernon boy. That's a fact. Those my folks. You got me. I was just trying to say, Shout that freaky time, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some freaks. You know, we don't condone none of that. Bro. At all, man. He's a Wait, sucker, man. And, yeah. and that just showed me it's, it's called selective <laughs> politicking because it's like, you know, when that creep R. Kelly, when all that stuff, you know, like, you know, we we, we, we all had we jokes. Yeah. We all. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like when you talk about this, you know, you talk about this punk, you know what I'm saying? Everybody just so careful with their words and yeah, stuff. And yeah, I don't yeah. want to get nobody else in trouble. I don't but get in trouble. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk. When you come down to Philly and I yeah, do my podcast, sure. I'm bringing that punk back up. Say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, give, I don't get in trouble. I believe women. I stand yeah. with the women. Me too. And I do know that it is situations where, man, you know, women lie and stuff like that. But, uh, some of this stuff, man, do your homework, man. These, these guys is real freaks. Go look up who they big homies was. You know who put him on, right? Nah. Clive Davis. Okay. You, 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 I know the name. Yeah, go look his book up. You know what I mean? I know the so, restaurant. It's a little restaurant. He got a restaurant somewhere downtown, right? What, Clive? the Freak Shack? The, the, the Freak Shack? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never been there, Clive. I ain't gonna lie. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> Change the subject. The Freak Shack. <laughs> hey, yo. Shout out to Ali, though. Ali is from Mount Oh, yeah. Vernon. How the hell did I get on that? Hey, oh, Mount Vernon. What kind of kiki shit, boy? Yeah. Hey, Ali, Mount Vernon. Listen, Yo, every city got a kiki. Money, earn, money earning. Mount, no, yeah. Mount Vernon, we not claiming him because yeah. he, he, like you said, he be trying yeah. to say he's from somewhere else. So yeah, it's like, we, sure. we not putting him on Harlem yeah. either. We just yeah. going to put him on Freak Planet. He's from America. He's from Freak Planet. Yeah, he from, he's from the United States. Um, Damn. You still gonna get on revolt. Are you speaking about? I'm gonna get you on revolt. Hey, I'm gonna get you on revolt. Because he just resigned from revolt, so I'm good with revolt. He out of there. You're right. He's right. He gone. So you on revolt? Yeah, he gone. Let's go. Hey man, 
I was doing so good being positive. But wasn't I, I mean, this is the chunk that I grew up watching. Uh, so I, I had to give you a little world star so I, I appreciate I had to give you a little world star story. I can't come on this job being on you my Martin Luther King job. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Malcolm. Talk about it. Malcolm. Gotta be on my Malcolm job. With that being said, before your next question, free Palestine. Free Palestine. Free Palestine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We talk about still striving, man. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the project. Uh, I got a chance to, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get Ali in trouble, but he exclusively let me listen to the project. Definitely got him in trouble. And um, very, it, it sounded like I hate a when person, he do that, man. I hate a, when he do that, man. You got him in trouble. But who is the dude on the intro that was, that, on the intro that was, that did the, he, he was talking uh, about your career and all. He was like, oh, you going to make the intro now? Can we, can we get you the, you know what's so funny? Who is that? He's from Philly. That's C. Diddy from the realest podcast ever. That's the name of their podcast. And shout to them because they just signed a deal with Revolt. So my episode is going to be one of the first episodes in Revolt. That's tough. (laughs) So shout shout, shout out to my brother C. Diddy. That's the only Diddy I'm acknowledging. Yeah, yeah. Shout out C. Diddy, gang. We we, we, with the Diddy gang. He he getting up. That's my brother. Shout shout, shout to C. Diddy. Shout to Dan. Shout to Matt. And um, yeah, he did that intro, man. And it was funny because if you hear on it, that was actually a live from his podcast, which... um. Inshallah, our episodes coming out. They wanted to drop it around the album release, so it'll be out probably by the time you hear this on Revolt, the Realist Podcast. Um, they Philly-based, but they global, and um, I'm proud of them. And, and it was dope because I didn't know that he was going to say all that, but it was dope to hear it. And I, I jokingly said on the episode, yo, 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 you just made the album. You just said that. Yeah, I listened to the whole shit. I, and he I made it. the album. That's yeah. the intro of the album. So Ooh. shout to, uh, shout to uh, Diddy. Shout to C. I got to be careful with that. C. Diddy. Shout to C. C. Diddy. We might got to change that shit, man. Might be like, uh, yeah. Shout to C Diddy, shout to Man, shout to Dan, man, and um, shout to Still Striving. Still Striving, when you titled the project, is that, you credit that to what you was going through at that time, the mental health and all that, that and then still pushing through and getting the project That done? was part of it, and the other part of it was because of the way my movement has transformed, a lot of my new fans, you know, they give me a lot of praise that sometimes I'm grateful for. You know, shout out to the uh, Children's of Paradise. I just received, you know, another city citation, you know, um, another award this Saturday, you know, for my community work. And I'm grateful, but still striving is a reminder to them all that I'm still striving. Sure. Like, you know, Monday I'll feed the homeless and Tuesday I'll come on this podcast and this, that freak nigga puppy. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm still striving. That don't mean I'm trying to tear down no black man because tomorrow... I'm going to be uplifting somebody. You know, tonight I'm going to do something to uplift somebody. You know, like I, you know, I'm not saying Reem's company by accident. That's me saying if something on here goes viral, I want them to also, you know, I didn't bring up them cans by accident. I Mm -hmm. actually was hoping one of them owned it. That's what I was really setting up for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's always strategic. So that's me when I say I'm still striving. So it's like, yeah, you know, I'm growing, I'm learning, but I'm not, none of us are. We always, inshallah, you know, Allah don't take me so he's pleased with me, but I'm going to die striving. Yeah. So Still Striving is a series that we're doing now, and this is volume one. Mm. So it's me, you know, like I say on one of the lines, you know, my mental health getting critical. Mm. Street, but we trapping it digital. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like so. me telling, I'm still striving. Like you said, you see me on every website in 09. A lot of those guys that was on them boxes next to me, a lot of them Out were of dead in jail, fell off. Gave up on music, gave up on life, gave mm-hmm. up on whatever. Some of them transitions to better things, careers, you know what I mean? Because just because somebody don't make it in rap don't mean they don't make oh, it yeah, in life. Absolutely. Yeah, Tracy yeah. Lee, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. A legend from Philly. Tracy Lee is the only Philly artist I want to say got a record with Biggie Smalls. Uh, maybe, did Charlie Baltimore have a record with Biggie? No. So so Tracy, uh, Tracy Lee is the only one who had a record with Biggie Smalls. And um, 
He was a rapper. He had a record deal back in the day with D. Dottenham. Put out a great album. Had a great song with Big. Look that up. Big and um, um, and Tracy Lee. And um, okay. he's a lawyer now. Oh, wow. That's an example of like you know got out of hip hop. Yeah. Howard, you know, scholar, mm-hmm. and now he's a lawyer. So it's not all. And he's still a dope MC. He For got sure. a new album out. So you know, shout to him. But that's just me saying I'm still striving. Like you know, in 2023, I opened up a restaurant. I'm opening up a deli. You know, um, I just co-produced the number one film on Tubi called Ooh, Two yeah. Brothers. I'm, I'm I'm behind the scenes on that. Damn. Shout to Strike Money and Strike Money Films. Mm-hmm. I'm also I have a guest role in another movie called Kings of DC, where this movie got millions and millions of streams and. I freestyled my scene and my whole scene was talking about a law and still striving and to be able to still be able to use my platform and do, I'm still striving, Mm -hmm. but I make it on a podcast like this and take some shots and be honest and be like, man, and when I say take some shots, I don't mean liquor because these people are crazy because I ain't going to drink no liquor, but I'll take some shots at you niggas. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the culture too, but I don't want to never just down nobody. I don't want to beef with nobody. But I also want to be on public record. You know, something is just crazy and it's a it's a trending topic. Nut it's shit, like, nut I'm shit. not going to be one of them bulls that's going to be scared to say something because I'm scared I'm going to get, I've been getting black balls since day one. Yeah. I was talking about Puffy Freak ass 17 years ago and they thought I was just hating or clout chasing and the things I was saying, shout to DWI. Any black man doing podcasts should know who DWI is. Look him up. I'll take you to meet him if, if need be. He's still doing his thing. And actually I'm supposed to do his uh, podcast He's uh, films near Wall Street. I'm inviting you to come with me because I would love for you to meet him being Let's a black podcaster. But I went on his platform 15, 16 years ago and I spoke about some of the things that Cassie is accusing Puff about. I said those things then because wow. I had firsthand knowledge. Believe it or not, me and a nigga, it was a female, you know you know how that goes. Yeah, she telling me shit. I'm young, new nigga. She like, yo, the niggas. Freak ass old nigga. Weirdo. You know what I'm saying? Old niggas be crazy. Nah, not that. You take it to the ice cream truck. Now you, yeah. Nah, but he even worse, though. Yeah, nah, nah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but next subject. Legally highest seltzer water. Just when you thought you couldn't get high, they go and add 60 more milligrams of THC. They actually added a new flavor to the raspberry acai. Emphasis on the acai. A little bit more calories, but that just means it tastes better. Now, if you don't know about Legally Highest, it is a THC seltzer water. I know for me, I like my my clothes to smell fresh. I hate smoky clothes. Like I, oh my God, you walk in a, you walk in a spot and set the fire alarm off. Everybody knows if you want your breath to stay intact, you better have a bev, and it it can't be water. So. This is a this is a double bonus. You get the double bonus here, man. You can sip. Uh, nobody's in your business. You could do this around your kids. Uh, actually, speaking of kids, you need to be 21 or older to purchase one of these. So you know, if you're 20, yeah, maybe we'll get you a case of these for your 21st birthday. If you're looking to purchase uh, some of these amazing drinks and calm yourself down, www.legallyhighest.com. Us over here at Nothing's Normal, we are part of the Polymath Network. You will get a discount by using promo code POLY20. Well, now that we're high, let's get back into the show. Come on, Ali. You know if I talk too long, I get brazy. I got to get out of here. This is the, <laughs> the last question. Y'all going to get me canceled again. Two, two, two more questions. Yeah. When it's all said and done, with all you accomplished, you know, we learned a lot about you. I, I, stuff I already knew and things that are new. No, you know I was in the movie Creed, right? Yeah, of course. Wait, wait. Oscar nominated. Yeah, for sure. Golden Globe winning. Yeah. Two hundred million dollar blockbuster film, yeah. the big, so the, the, the biggest movie franchise in Philadelphia history, a what part else? of the Rocky family. What else? You know, I portray. I wasn't uh, 
T Money in the movie. I wasn't uh, MC Scooter in the movie. <laughs> I played Tone Trump yeah. in Creed One. That was directed by Ryan Coogler, who did what other movie did he do? Oh, Black Panther. Oh, oh who was my scene with? Oh, Michael B. Jordan, yeah. uh, who's like you know, you know, they trying to build him to be like the new Denzel or yeah, some shit. I think sure. I'm the new Denzel, Maybe but you know, Wallace in Hawaii. I ain't even know that. Right, was right, right. But I was in that movie. Right, he was there. as he myself. Ain't about you, you was right, there. Right. Golden Globe winner, sure. right? Yeah. So oh, technically, I'm like a gold. All right, well, yeah, all right. Yeah, I, you, make, no I want to make sure we get make sure we get that. For sure, for sure. Yeah, they know. We know. You know, I still get paid. You know, I get paid for the rest of my life over that. Nah, they know that. Yeah, that's a good thing about movies. You get residuals for the rest of your life. But I tripled the bag because what I did was, and I don't always say this on camera, but this is something I want to share about knowing your business. Um, I had more than just the one scene in Creed, but what happened was it was supposed to start with me ending my performance. You know, I ended up getting in a fight with the nigga backstage, yeah, but they cut that part out because I wanted too much money to clear certain things because you got to clear everything with a movie with Warner. So I wasn't trying to overcharge Ryan Coogler. I was trying to overcharge Warner. Warner. Right. So even something is my tattoos. They had to clear my tattoos. Or you, you ever see like when you're watching certain reality shows and they might cover up a a Yankee hat, or they might cover okay. up certain things. Right, right. So that's all art. That's all copywritten. That's all, you know, I own, and I learned my lesson. I was in a video game many years ago when they did the Def Jam Vendetta. Vendetta. Remember that? Yeah, I was one cast. of the I was one of the characters in that game, and everybody was all hyped for me, you know, yo, and, and you know me, I'm always been a hustler. What was your ratings? Where's the bag? <laughs> I'm a lot now, say I was 100. I was yeah. like Mike Tyson yeah. or Mike Tyson punch out. I ain't even right. care. Yeah. I went after the bag, and I went after him, and basically I didn't own any of my rights at the time. I learned from that. So when Creed came, it was time to clear everything. My yeah. tattoos, he's like, who's your tattoo artist? I got a bunch of tattoos from different people. I made my girl my tattoo artist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When you see, when that scene first come on, my name is on that awning mm. saying I'm performing. I own my name 100%. You know, so many rappers don't even own their name. Yeah. They think they do. They don't know the proper way to trademark, the copyright, the investing to do. So artists, make sure you own your name. Own your domain, even if you don't have a website yet. Just buy it once you get it. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that I was in that movie. Yeah, you know that, 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 I did mention I opened up a restaurant, the number yeah. one sheet in Delaware County. Come, come, come there you go. Okay, I just got to make sure we properly yeah, yeah. split. Would you, you ask right. something with the nachos, the halal? World-famous halal cheesesteak nachos. Yeah, Please go. come by. The go. best salmon cheesesteak in the world. Of course, the classic Philly cheesesteak. Everything halal. Everything made with love. Right next door is MDF Enterprise, where I'm doing a program to teach children. I'm going to bring people like Ali down to teach them audio engineering. Have you come teach them podcasts. Have uh, the white boy come Tom. teach him about credit and shit. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? We're going to do everything. <laughs> Bring the top skunk down and teach him about now. Y'all don't got to be getting locked up for selling weed. You can actually get a building. There's different ways to get grants and different things. We got to share these resources. And that's what I'm using my building for. You know, I could have bought another watch. I, I could have bought a Rolls Royce. We went and bought buildings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, so, wow. we can, so we can go back. I did a lot of dumb shit in the early part of my career. Um, off camera and on camera and now we still striving and we trying to right those wrongs and it starts like I said charity starts at home with me being a great father a great man a great husband and then outside of that me being a great leader in my community a real leader not just an Instagram leader yeah for sure you know so yeah. and that's what and I'm striving to be that for sure still striving last question I want to ask you mm -hmm. this is the nothing's normal podcast when you hear those two words nothing's normal what's your definition of, of that when you hear that. Mm. Bismillah. Nothing's normal. The first thing I think is, you know, being extravagant. You know, everything 
is, you know, with me, everything is calculated. You right. know what I'm saying? Before I came to New York, you know, you know, deciding to wear this hoodie, you know, that scarf and hat combo. It's cold as shit outside. But, you know, when I wanted to start the interview with the Prada glasses, I just look extra handsome in them. So that's nothing normal. Like, I know you interview a lot of ugly niggas. So I wanted to, <laughs> the, 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 the best way to stand out was making sure my locks was perfect. A lot of guys from our area, they going bald now. I per, I'm so petty. I just grew long hair just because I knew I could. Damn. ジェイディキスのこと言ってたんですけど、ジェイディキスのことを言ってたんですけど、ジェイディキスのことを言ってたんですけど、ジェイディキスのことを言ってたんですけど、ジェイディキスのことを言ってたんですけど、ジェイディ
You from my oh, so you know you a freak, Puff. Yeah. <laughs> she know about you before us. <laughs> her daddy my told her, told me. her daddy, don't you go yeah. to that studio. <laughs> I don't give a damn if Mason and Lots is in there. I don't care. I don't want you in there. You know that boy's a freak. That boy, so yeah, she that knew boy before kinky. us. So shout out to her. That shout out to her. I know I get back yeah. on that. Get I, me listen, out of here, man. Listen. <laughs> Nothing's Noble Podcast, man. Tone Trump, man. Clap it up. Oh, I got one more thing. I got one more shout out, man. I want to shout out. I want to shout out Golden Dreams Essentials. The number one king. Can, can hold on? Can I make a call real quick? Yeah, make a call. Let's listen. Let's all pop. Let me pop my shit. Yeah, pop, pop pop my that's shit. what Philly niggas do. Yeah, yeah. Pop nobody pop it like Philly. Philly and Greenberg niggas. Nobody pop it like us. Pop my shit real quick. I like the way you try to slide your we hood. We pop that shit. I ain't gonna lie. We niggas try to slide his hood. We get a lot of our shit for niggas. Said, Philly and Greenberg, nigga. Wait, wait, wait. We going with no Where's Greenberg? That. I need some confirmation on that. Oh, that's I need a map quest. They'll pop. It's probably just me and a few of my guys. Shout out to GBA. Yo, before I end this podcast, Ooh. I need you to say real quick, what's the number one candle company? I need them to know because I'm in here popping my shit. I got the mic near you. They can't see you. Just say real quick, what's the candle company real quick? Golden Dream Essentials. Golden Dream Essentials. Did you make the Instagram page yet? Yeah, but I didn't. Don't worry, yeah. about, don't worry about all that. Don't worry about Golden Dream Essentials. That's the one thing the studio is missing. We need them Golden mm. Dream Essential candles in here. They're the number one candles in the world. I'm going to get y'all some. I'm going to get everybody in here some. But this is a new business I'm super proud of that my queen is doing. So I cannot get off this joint without saying that. So Golden Dream Essentials. And that name is beautiful because it's from our children. My, um, my, my, my young baby, we call him the Golden Child. He got blonde hair. Mm. And then the middle baby, we call him Eileen the Dream. So that's where the Golden Dream come mm. from. And these candles is essential. Oh, we can't but, wait. But um, I'm ra I'm wrapping up. Ring just bought that hell out Chinese food. But I call you in a minute. Let me go. This fine. I gotta get back to work. Thanks, I got you. So yeah, but uh, you know, fam, you know, queen. charity starts at home. So you gotta yeah. make sure the family is straight. And I'm the biggest in the world because of God and because of my family. So Allahu Akbar. Thank you for having Yo, me, we man. We appreciate you, man. Come um, on, man. Tone Trump. I don't know who ever been on this show before, but nah. we, just, we just upgraded this whole yeah, you joint. Just, you man. just boosted that. You just the boosted the algorithm. The, the biggest in the world. So, yeah, we appreciate What you say, it, the original man. algorithm? The original bull. algorithm, boy. You know, so Easy, my dog. I got to call Easy by Easy. Shout out to bro, Easy, but yeah. I got to keep it 100. You yeah, know? Easy yeah. got a battle coming up, too, man. Kick that boy ass, man. You already know what it is. Geechee, Geechee, eh? No, he about the battle, man. We ain't talking about that right now. He won about that, yeah, I, I, I hear you. He I won that you. one too. You know, I'm I'm so I'm he wilded out, but you know, I'm geographical, bro. Yeah, I'm, ge I'm geographical. I don't I, I don't care what y'all know. Hey, what you think? I don't care what y'all know. Easy undefeated. Easy undefeated in my book. Easy a legend. He went on a legendary run and never did a run like that. He undefeated in my book. Okay, shout out to Easy, man. I, I, I like I'm him and Reed joint too, though. I'm overly biased. Yeah, they both won that. They both won that. Yeah, Reed was snapping. That's my brother, legend. Yeah. Shout out to Reed. That's the, another original algorithm in the ball, too. But that, we talking Super to Tone original. Trump. Hey. Yo, yo, and that's another thing. Be on the lookout. Tone Trump, Reed Dollars, produced by Ali the Greatest. So, yeah. Oh, Tone Trump, easy to block Stop Captain Sue. They, they my niggas. Yeah. Oh, Philly, Philly, let that be clear. You know, to survive and thrive in that city, you have to be special. So yeah. both them brothers and all them brothers, even the niggas I don't like, yeah. man, to make it out of that city, you gotta yeah. be special. So For even sure. the niggas I don't like, mm. corny ass niggas, yeah. song fans, like nah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to everybody, yeah. man. Yeah. It's yeah. all love and, and, and just a message. Like I always try to leave with a positive message, you know, to everybody listening, man. You know, every time I get on one of these platforms, my goal is to educate, to enlighten, and to entertain. Right. So we want to have fun, but we also want to leave y'all with something good, man. And I just want to say to all the young, black, brown, any 
even a few of you white boys. Yeah, yeah, there's two. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to say to the youth, period, man, to my young Spanish brothers, my young brothers from wherever you from, man, never underestimate the importance of treating people the way you want to be treated. You know, like he said in this interview multiple times, yo, man, you still doing this. And a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys, it was guys who could rap a million times better than me, but they didn't know how to treat people. They didn't know how to be grateful. And in Islam, Allah says, if you are grateful, I will give you more. I am the most grateful human being on earth. So to all my young artists, my young entrepreneurs, I don't care if you got one follower or one million followers, you treat your customers, you condition them to buy and support you monetarily. But you treat them with love. You treat them with respect. The reason why I'm able to talk the way I want to talk and carry it how like I carry it, mm-hmm. I don't have the most fans, but I got the best fans in the world. And I don't got to play nice with none of these suckers because my supporters love me. They understand me. And I appreciate them more than anything. So I thank Allah for them. And I encourage all my young people, even the mistakes I've made when I was coming up and I was dissing Cosmic Kev and all of that, that's not smart to do. So I don't encourage no young boys to do that. You you respect every DJ. You respect every platform. You know, um, like I told you, when I was first on Worldstar, I didn't even know it was Worldstar. Mm-hmm. But I was respectful. Sure. And then when it became the biggest website in the For world, sure. I'm Worldstar Tony. So treat people good from day one. There's so many people I've seen. I've seen artists come up from nothing to something. So many. You know what I'm saying? French Montana. I remember when French was oh, yeah. trying to get right, on. Yeah, you know what I'm right saying? So all of them dudes, man, you know, Cardi B, one of the mm-hmm. biggest artists in the world now. Yeah. So humble beginnings. So treat people good, man, and um, be grateful. Love y'all. I summarize them to the Muslims, the top op, the biggest. They already know. They see the, they see the, they see the pretty face. They see the blue check that I didn't buy. Yeah. Oh, you, damn. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? No clearance so rack like, verifications. Nah, man. I'm the biggest in the uh, world, uh, man. Uh, but uh, make sure uh, you follow the top. I, everything is my name. No, no uh, freaky underscores. None yeah. of that. Just tone Trump. Sound like it's spelled. Yeah. Follow Ali the greatest. Follow the whole movement, man. And follow. Nothing's normal podcast. Nothing's normal podcast. The show. biggest. Greenleaf multimedia. Let's Shit. Get Greenleaf. Love. That's one. Yo. I appreciate you. That was hard. Come on, man. That was tough. We Come did on, that. Man. That was one of those. No, we ain't come to play. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't come to play.